This program is a collaboration of personal opinions and individual free thought. It does not represent the views or narrative of the mainstream corporate media hacks. Viewer discretion is advised. And here we go. Live from the Bell Tower, taking a stand for your rights, your liberties, and all the bullshit in between. You're listening to Break the Bell Podcast. Happy Monday night. We'll get our shit together really quick and uh, kick this thing off. Welcome to the Break the Bell Podcast. Hello, beautiful bell breakers. We're back and back in my winter hat you are i am still in my winter hat yes. i haven't really yeah. taken off my winter That's true. hat because i knew what was, was coming i knew it was yeah. i knew it wasn't I, I, going to last this is iowa yes um the nice weather comes and it's like no i'm not no yeah it's not it's not here yet i'm not gonna switch hats just yet it was my nativity i hoped derek ambrose is here he says let's goo we're ready to goo we are ready to goo <laughs> How's it going, everybody out there in podcast land and YouTube land and everywhere else that you're listening from? It is, it's great to be here. It is Monday night. It's, the, it's our favorite time of the week. At it least is. mine. Yes. I don't know about you. you you're you flying planes now, so... Uh, well, trying to. Trying to fly but planes. No, that, I definitely, especially on a Monday. Like, the only thing to look forward to on a Monday is this. It's true. It's like, you got the first day of work, it's like, fuck this. Yeah. And then it's like... But we get to podcast, exactly. so that's great. So you all get to look forward to that, too. So um, if you're listening in the future, just know you could be enjoying a Monday night live with us on this program, jumping in the comments, talking shit to us as we talk shit to you, and probably about you, because yeah. that's what we do. And about us. And about ourselves. <laughs> but instead, you're listening in the future, right. not getting this in real time, that's right. not experiencing this as a family like we would we would prefer we want you all here so we can uh, uh, feel the warmth and the love yes. so if, if you are listening in the future make sure try us out live sometime just just give us a chance yeah. I know there are you think there are other better things to do on Monday nights but there's really not there's not, there's not, not at all it's not Monday it's it, not football season uh, no it's uh, well there, even that <laughs> yeah, there's just nothing to do less to do on football season so it is baseball season I could be watching baseball That's but true. instead I chose to come hang out with y'all so yeah. come hang out with us Again, we are live every Monday night, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. You can find us on YouTube Live and Facebook Live. And if you want to find us, like I said last week, we have another open slot for a stream. If you want to hear us somewhere else live, that you, like another platform you mm. prefer, hit us up and let me know and we'll try to get it there because it's just sitting there. It's just like a freebie. I'm paying for three yeah. slots and we're only using two. So I feel like I'm not getting my money's worth. So... Um, if you want to watch it somewhere else, definitely uh, hit us up with that platform, and we will do our best to get you there. Um, it is it is another show, another week, and um, again, 
the uh, world is going to shit as yes. usual. It seems like it, it just it just keeps going down. It's a shitty Monday. The biggest shitty Monday is I'm out of pipe tobacco, so I am stuck that, using this shitty little vape yes. pen because which is not at all the same, and it looks yes. way douchier. I, I, I imagined like you had sent a video earlier in the week of a horse without caffeine kicking other horses, and I imagine that's even more so without nicotine. It can be. Yes, yeah. I got this for my. Uh, part-time job because um you can't go out to your vehicles on break and stuff oh. and so i get through like six hours with no nicotine which is fine i'm not yeah i mean i am hooked on nicotine but i can go six but the job pisses me off enough that it's just like you know y'all would like me better if i got a little yeah. nicotine yeah. and i do drink coffee the entire time i'm there too so um anyway where, where was i going the world going to shit yes as usual um this week i want to talk about uh what are they called? CBDCs, yes. Central Bank Digital Currencies. I I had to practice that, yeah. and I, I still failed. Um, <laughs> talking about CBDCs, Central Bank Digital Currencies, and social credit scores, and what's going on in the world right now that is pushing us right towards that Chinese-like uh, social credit system with the government getting their hands deeper into your shit than they already are. Yeah. Which they're already pretty, like almost elbows deep in our shit. They are. So and they want to go full enough. shoulder, they do. like shoulder yes. length. Yeah, I, I picture like at both, both, both fists. Yeah, two fisting, <laughs> double fisting, uh, up to the shoulders. Which I mean, I didn't think it was possible, but that yeah. that's what they're striving for. So that's what we're going to be talking about. Uh, we got the rollout of the uh, the feds now ha are rolling out their own uh, instant payment infrastructure it's similar to paypal but right. it's by the government so you know it's, it's gonna suck more it's gonna be <laughs> that much shittier that much less efficient yeah and then um biden's has had a few things come out talking about like credit in different ways one specifically being a social credit system for federal agencies to like it's a it's not a social credit score it's just a scorecard right. it's not the same thing no, not it's a scorecard. Yeah. So uh, we don't have to worry. And that's just federal agencies. It's not like they don't uh, test run things with right. federal agencies and then try rolling them out on us or anything no. like that. So uh, I want to get into that. Um, probably talk about like the ESG type uh, investment because that all it, it all applies yeah. here. We'll probably even circle back to uh, the Bud Light ad with that. Dylan Mulvaney or whatever. Yeah. Her, his, she, her, them. shims, them's name name is what it, it's all it all connects it does yeah. um and we've talked about like cashless society before we did a whole episode about cashless right. society so it was probably a year or so right. yeah, ago so right. go back and listen to that later if you want to learn more about the problems that come with the cashless society uh we'll we'll do a little bit of recap after the intro video but um if you want a deeper look at like the cashless society and what comes with that uh, definitely go back in and check out that episode. Make sure you check us out all over social media, as I gotta say this every freaking time, um, because some of y'all aren't doing it. And some of you are, and that's great, but do it more. Do it harder. Uh, like, share, subscribe, all that happy shit the kids tell you to do these days, uh, so we can get your get our names out there, and your names, I guess, because your name would be yeah, on it. We, you we, could we attach yourself it. to something great like us. Exactly. That would be something. So you could just piggyback off of our fame. Like when we get famous, you can know that you are attached to that. Um, so because, again, at the end yeah. of the day, we just want to be famous. That's why we do this show. It's for fame and fortune. That's we, why you should get a T-shirt. Yeah, exactly. So uh, share That's us all over social media. 
uh, buy a T-shirt as uh, he uh, builds so eloquently. eloquently stated there some <laughs> shameless promoting of our shit you can uh find links to our social media and our web store at breakthebellpod.com uh you can get access to our i won't eat your bug shirt which all the shit is headed towards us eating bugs the oh, social yeah. credit scores yep. the the cbdc's um the the cashless society it all points the end game is us eating bugs. Yeah. That, I, that's I where this ends. Very nice conversation with my wife where I explained the WEF and the Great Reset. Just now? Her. After three? We've been doing yes. this three fucking years. I know, years. I know. Well, Did you say, here, watch this episode? I, I, well, here, I, watch I, this I tried episode. to avoid that conversation with her because I know she goes straight black bill. Mm -hmm. and, but then someone in church approached me and was talking to me about it, and she was there, and so then I had to just kind of address it with her. And You should have been like, do you even watch my show? <laughs> I know she doesn't. <laughs> Well, she should. She should. She should because then she would come home. You yeah. would come home every Monday night and then have to have that conversation with her. Yes. And you would hate yourself so much. horrible. Yes. <laughs> Again, uh, the I Won't Eat Your Bug shirt can be found at BreakTheBillPod.com. Um, also, We Are Not Your Pawns shirts and uh, some logo merch, some cups, some T-shirts, all that shit can be found at our website, BreakTheBillPod.com, as well as links to our social media, which you can find us at our handle on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at... Break the bell pod, at break the bell pod. That is that's, that's the it. handle. Um, yeah. So do that. Like, subscribe, share, all the stuff. Uh, Derek says pipe tobacco. Yeah, right. Wait, you're in Iowa. Never mind. Um, <laughs> actually, I found I find very little good pipe tobacco here in Iowa. I found amazing pipe tobacco, which is where I got hooked on it. When I lived in North Carolina, there is just like that. really yeah. high quality tobacco yeah. shops down there, and it's it's really freaking good. Um, Derek also says, Graham Graham isn't going to understand why she can't give me $20 for my birthday without downloading an app here uh, on her phone and paying tax on it. Well, sorry, Graham Graham. That's the way the world is headed. <laughs> and she's also going to be ostracized from society because she is uh, financing a known terrorist like Derek Ambrose. Right. So, yes. I mean, it's a lose-lose situation for her. She's, she's paying taxes, and she's supporting a known terrorist. Yep. So, uh, sorry, Grandma. Um, that's just the way this world is going. Stop giving Derek birthday money, I guess, <laughs> is the only the only solution to that. Uh, we're going to get right into this. We're gonna, we keep alluding to it and joking about it. Why don't we just get into it and talk about uh, this new... Uh, payment system known as FedNow, and then we'll also talk some social credit score shit. So it's going to be fun. Uh, so stick around. We'll be right back. What did you say? You talking to me? What, what the heck are you talking about? What did you say? What did you say? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What did he say? What did he say? Are you talking to me? Well, maybe he was talking to me. What did you say? Talk to me. What in heaven's name are you talking about? Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby. Did you just say? What did you say? You listen to me. Are you talking to me? What the hell are you talking about? Who are you talking to?
We're back. There was a weird glitch there. Did you hear that? I didn't hear when the, the music came on, it like came on, stopped for a second, and came back on. And I don't know. I think the feds are on to us already. Probably. They're listening. They're listening because, I mean, their name is right there. Right. Now, okay, first of all, I got to point out, I should probably wait because I had a whole thing, but I got to point out, you get a bunch of people, like there's a good chunk of Americans that hear the word fed and immediately have no trust in it. Well, oh, they, yeah. they trust that they cannot be trusted. That's right. the amount of trust yeah. they have. It's just like, like, fed boy, fed, 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 you know, all that, that shit. So, so if you roll out this thing that you're expecting everybody to get to the point where they're going to be happy using, right. let's name it Fed Now. Fed Now. Right. Try, fed try yelling Fed now. now in a Mexican restaurant and see what happens. <laughs> right. Try yelling Fed Now in a freaking, at a freaking uh, Trump rally right. or or <laughs> like a group of libertarians or right. something like that. Yeah. It, it's not going to go over well. No. Uh, but it, it's almost like they're in on the joke. It's like, what if we call it Fed Now? Yeah. Like, right. Like they're afraid it was gonna happen, but now it's happening, yeah. and it's got our the Fed all over it. But right. yeah, that, yeah, they'll they'll love this. They'll eat this up. Yeah. it's like the 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 bad press. No, no press is bad press. Mm-hmm. Like even bad press is good press because right. people are saying your name. Like, right. At least they're talking about it. Yeah, we've said the word Fed now at least six times in the last thirty seconds. So yeah. we're talking about it. We're doing them a favor, I guess. So maybe we should start bleeping mm-hmm. it out. Yeah. So, like I like I mentioned in the pre-show, we did a whole episode about our concerns about life in a cashless society. Right. I don't remember. No, if you remember a whole lot about that, like some of the the reasoning we came up yeah, with. Yeah, I remember quite a bit of it. Like negative interest rates. That was a big right. thing. Like right now, the banks pay us to keep our money. That's what interest rate, rates right. are. It's like you keep your money here. We'll give you a little bit so we can share it around and stuff. You get a cashless society now. You don't. You don't have the option of pulling your money from the bank, especially if it's all like federally owned, like FedNow seems to suggest. Um, so now it's like, now you got to pay us for your service, for our services, mm-hmm. to have your money here, which you don't have a choice. Right. But you have. So now we have. We we can implement negative interest rates which is basically you're paying them to keep your money right, yeah. so um so you you think you have five hundred thousand dollars which nobody here does i don't maybe no. you do no. i don't know but uh but they take their five percent cut of that so they're mm-hmm. getting twenty five thousand right. dollars is that right yeah twenty five thousand dollars yeah 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 and, yeah and it's under the auspicious well but you're you're helping the country right or you're 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 helping yourself, to, right? You're, you're helping us you to take care of you. <clears throat> you're right? not helping the you're not helping the government. You're helping you because at the end of the day, uh, we help you, and you're paying us to help right. you, and we're you're paying us to uh, keep a close eye on your money for you. That yeah. that that's what that that that's what that's all about. It's like oh, but you're paying for the convenience factor. Mm-hmm. You're paying for the security of it, which that all a lie. You know what? One of the dumbest things I think besides paying. Yeah. Income tax, right? Which is dumb as it is. Yeah. Right? You have to declare that. I do declare. You have to declare money that you get back from them. I know. Right? And that's like, okay, so you want me to declare money that I overpaid you that you're giving back to yes. me because I, I I overpaid it? What is it? Like every dollar is taxed like six times or yeah. something like that? Yeah. Because, well, on top of that, like, 
So, so a business makes a sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody paid tax, uh, sales tax on that. Well, then the business pays uh, the tax on the profit right. from it or whatever money was made. Yeah. And then the business turns around and buys parts for that. They pay sales tax on that. And then mm-hmm. the business uh, pays the labor or yourself. They pay like some sort of like employee tax right. on yeah. the, of their Social own. Social security tax. Yeah. And... Then you get the money and you pay uh income tax yeah. on it and then you take that money and you pay you buy shit like you buy food mm-hmm. and you pay sales tax with the mm-hmm. food and whatever money you save up at the end of the day you die you pass that on to your kid and right. then your kid pays tax yeah. on that stuff so yeah. it, i i think the six ways taxed is even far-fetched these days i think it's closer to nine or ten right. times it's ridiculous. by the time by the time that dollar has cycled completed its cycle it's been taxed at least 10 times it's fucking ridiculous but imagine if the government had a sticky fingers on all every transaction yeah like how much well then i guess you wouldn't even need the tax because they would just take their cut right off the top but no they would would still make you do the tax oh yeah they still but (laughs) they would still take their (laughs) off well you can't even at that point you can't even like God forbid, scam the federal government right. out of tax money. Yeah. They're like, no, bitch, I know what you yeah. spent it on. What do you mean you you um, spent this X amount of dollars on gas mileage? No, I know every mile you put on that vehicle, every yeah. every gallon of gas. I know where you got it, where you put it, and I know that wasn't during work hours, you stupid <laughs> yeah, son <right>. of a bitch. <laughs> I know your work schedule. <laughs> yeah. It's it, like the privacy issues themselves i guess are uh highly concerning yeah highly like the the ability to track your purchases we mm-hmm. talked about that and it's just like well you you bought um enough ammo this week right yeah. um we're we're gonna flag you you bought ammo and then you bought a subscription to uh um i don't know ben shapiro right. and then you also i don't know uh bought some uh ginger beard grooming kit so clearly <laughs> clearly you're a, ter- a domestic terrorist so we're gonna have to cut you off right. a little bit and yeah so there's not only the tracking of your purchases but there's also the turning off of monies right. or not even just turning off but like well you know um we noticed that you you eat a lot of sugary food right so we're going to not let you buy sugar because because it's a health concern or right. you spent too much money on or you, your your electricity bill is too high. So mm-hmm. if we cut back on the amount you can spend on that, then then you, yeah. you know, it it can go so much. Yeah. And it's all about fucking government control. Right. Absolutely, that's what it is. You've already gotten your your um, sixty miles for the week. Uh, so we're not we're not gonna approve any gas purchases until next week. Right. So let, let's. Get, so we're not quite there yet. I want to say not to a yet. digital cons- uh, currency. <laughs> Uh, Derek says you have to legally declare your money from illegal drug deals. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Yes. <laughs> I mean, they want they just want their cut. Exactly. That's, that's they the don't only care. Re- that's the only yeah, they don't care. As long as they get their money. Yeah, just just be able to tax the shit yeah. out of the drug deals and all drugs will be illegal will be legal right. immediately. They can't tax your drug transactions right now. That's why they haven't made them legal yet. Yeah. Um so not quite there, supposedly, but we are to this point, like we had mentioned about this, uh, um, 
what's it called? A uh, high speed, a uh, quick transaction system. Right. Like an instant. Tra- there you go. Yeah, like a Venmo yeah. type thing. It's like we don't already have enough of this. It's like, you know, we need to come up with a thing because it's really slow to uh, freaking like transact money. Like yeah. we don't have any solutions for like instant transactions. It's like, sir, we got Venmo and PayPal and they throw them out the, mi- yeah, the billing like, win- window. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> and you know, those companies are probably in bed with them anyway. Oh, they yeah. probably are the ones sitting on the boards developing. Yeah. Well, because this remember PayPal was even talking about like if you're unfavorable or whatever, they were gonna like PayPal has shut people yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. They were gonna lock you down. Yeah, right. They, yeah, they did that to J six people. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, why not cut out the middleman though and just right. we can do it put, better. We're yeah, the government. The government does things so much more efficiently. <laughs> exactly. But with a uh, with a private third party solution, sort of like PayPal or Venmo, say you ha- you uh, you. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to do their absolute bidding. Right. You know, you're, they're not con- completely controlling you. And also on top of that, they're semi-controlled by profits of some sort and by the shareholders, supposedly. Right. Like, So if, if you make some stupid policy, which we're finding – I say this, this is Economics 101, but it's becoming less and less <laughs> relevant, right. i.e. Bud Light. Right. Um, if you make some stupid thing where it's just like you know we're going and they 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 had that test email or that test mm-hmm. proposal that you brought up it's like yeah. you know if we don't like if if you spread some sort of dif- disinformation or something like that we we're going to take like what was it like 2500 bucks or something so, yeah. you're going to get fined and yeah. people were like uh no we're not and people started getting all up in arms over PayPal. And they're like, guys, we're joking. That wasn't supposed to be to the general public. That wasn't real. Somebody accidentally, that was just fake news or something. And we're like, somebody typed that up. But so so a little bit is still controlled by profits. Mm -hmm. And when the profits start to dip, they come back and they're like, we were just joking, guys. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's also other options, supposedly. Like you got Venmo, which is owned by paypal so technically you really don't but there's apple pay there i mean there's there's different payment options but banks aren't really involved in them Mm -hmm. which i think i like better yeah i like the fact that my instant pay is separate from my bank just because right um i like to uh compartmentalize yeah my finances so it's like um I'm negative $65 over here. I don't want the bank to know that I have 80 bucks over here because they're going to come taking that money. You know, yeah. I, I want I want to keep those two worlds separate. It's yeah. like business and pleasure. I, I keep them separate from each other. So if I do want to go to a concert, but I'm $65 negative, the bank's not going to be like, sorry, you can't go to that right. concert. Yeah. You know, I mean, it makes it's, sense. it's a safety net. It is. But what happens when the government sets up their own instant payment infrastructure? What could possibly go wrong there right because everything the government does works first of all why would you why would you ever use that when you have options like paypal right and venmo but but it, it's like it, it's like if your wife knows that you have extra money and she just spends it right 
be like, oh, well, I, I just I took that to put it towards the schools over here. Yeah, you owed you money. Know? You owed you owed tax. <laughs> you see it with your income, getting your uh, income tax back yeah. or your tax return. It's just like, yeah, but you also owed money for this. Right. So we took we went ahead and took yeah. it out and paid off your student yeah. loan with that. Right. So, right. Yes. So when you're planning on getting like a washer or a dryer, this actually happened to me and you owe the government money. It's like, sorry, no washer and dryer for you because you owe us money. Yeah. And imagine that in real time, like not only so they're, so they're boasting that this thing is you get your payments in real time. You know, you can pay you can pay your employees in real time. You can pay uh, make bank transactions or pay like invoices in real time. But the government can also take your money in real time. You don't have to worry about it happening yeah. once a year. Right. You have to worry about it happening every fucking day. Yeah, because the way. Because there are certain companies that have some sort of instant pay type system set up where it's like you work and you can you can just click a button. Yeah. Uh, Grubhub's that way. You can click okay. a button and get get for a couple extra like an extra quarter or something. Oh, okay. You can get that money that day. Well, imagine it's like you just went and worked your ass off for twelve hours, and the government's like, "You owe federal student loans. I'm taking that." Yeah, and it's just like shit. Yeah. So I guess I'm not buying a and, soda today and it's like the, the government can't even pay off their own debts well right? that's that's <laughs> why they're setting this up i know and that's so they the can problem. grab their money yes. more than once a yeah. year they can grab it 365 it. days a freaking week it's like sharing or a bank week, account with the junkie that's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what it is yes it's like just just so, leaving sorry, cash man. sitting I out just i had a fix <laughs> leaving your cash in stacks on a table yeah. and being roommates with a freaking drug junkie. <laughs> yes. That's that's exactly what it is. It's like, oh no, your money will be fine. I'll keep an eye on it. Yeah. That's that's it's cool. Like, fix your damn roads, man. <laughs> right. Well, maybe if they get their money faster, no. Instantly they can fix the damn roads. <laughs> no, they will just they will just send more money to Ukraine. <laughs> so, what that, there's the other thing like banks will eventually start requiring transactions to go through this system especially right. the big banks the federal bank right. like the federally guaranteed banks or whatever uh they'll start requiring companies to transact through that i mean yeah right now it's seen as an option but it's not an option it's not going right. to be an option like it's payments all payments all transactions will end up through this somehow yeah. and then so then there's the question why even bother with cash? And right. you'll get to the point where I don't think they're going to just like make it seem like they're forcing a CBDC on you, a central bank digital right. currency on you. It's going to be just rolled out in a way it's just like where it gets to a convenience point, kind of like right. debit cards and stuff now, where it's right. just like, why even bother with cash? And then all yeah. of a sudden... You won't even realize it. It's just like we don't even have dollars anymore. Right. Like right. dollars went away like six years yeah, ago. You didn't and even we know. Didn't, yeah, you didn't even know. Yeah. And that's why your life sucks, right? And, now. and we it's funny because we thought it was going that way when the, you know we start seeing the signs saying, Hey, we don't have change. You know, try to use your card. Yeah, we don't, during uh COVID. Yeah, we don't use have exact change right now. No, well that's when we did our cash. Yeah, right, right. Because stuff. that was so, the first thing that we were like, What the hell? So that might we might be looking like two, two and a half years ago yeah. that you gotta go back and listen yeah. to that episode. So um let's get into this Fed now. Cause the Feds are unrolling this new instant pay program called Fed Now. Fed now.
It's nothing to not trust about that. So I'm taking this straight from the horse's mouth. This is from federalreserve.gov. It talks about, this was back in March, actually, that this press yeah. release came out. Had you heard about this? No. Was this a big, uh, like, big giant press release that it we had heard not. of? No, 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 it just kind of just slipped in Slip, there. It slid in and yeah. probably like Chinese balloons were flying over or something <laughs> like that at the time when this That's slid in there. That's probably exactly when it was. So, ooh, let me pull this one up. It says uh Federal Reserve announces July launch for Fed now service. So we're not talking like in the future. We're talking Fed like now. now. It, it's like literally like now. Says the Federal Reserve announced that the Fed now service will start operating in July and provide provided details on preparations for launch. The first week of April, the Federal Reserve will begin the formal, formal certification of participants for launch of the new service. So it's happened like right. a couple weeks ago, yeah. actually. Like It's like a test run. Right. Like a few of the it, big It's banks. like the beta test, yes. right? Like, hey, sign up now. You know, you get the extra perks. Exactly. Uh, early adopters, do you think they get like a t-shirt or something? Like Probably. a signed shirt? Like a little coffee cup yeah. that says Fed Now. There you go. <laughs> uh, signed by Jerome Powell. Yeah. <laughs> Is it Jerome or Jeremy Powell? I think it's Jerome. I don't know. Who fucking cares? Yeah, you're right. It doesn't matter. Uh, Fed boy. Early, early adopters will complete a customer testing and certification program informed by feedback from the Fed Now pilot program to prepare for sending live transactions through the system. Certification encompasses a comprehensive testing curriculum with defined expectation for operational readiness and network experience. In June, the Federal Reserve and certified participants will conduct production validation activities to confirm readiness for the July launch. We couldn't be more excited about the forthcoming FedNow launch, which will enable every participating financial institution, the smallest to the largest and from all corners of the country— uh, to offer a modern instant payment solution because we don't already have modern instant payment solutions. With the launch drawing near, we urge financial institutions and their industry partners to move full steam ahead with preparation to join FedNow service. So now it seems like, uh, hey, uh, you know, sign up to join. Like, it's all voluntarily. Right. It's all yeah. voluntary. Just try it out. Yeah, just try it. Uh, You'll like it. Yeah. So this was Ken Montgomery who's the first vice president of the Federal Reserve Bank of Boston and FedNow program executive. Hmm. Many early adopters have declared their intent to begin using the service in July, including a diverse mix of financial institutions of all sizes, the largest processors, and the U.S. Treasury, of course. Uh, so I, I like how they keep making sure to point out, big and small, come as you are, to, you know, like... Uh, it's like a Dr. Everyone. Seuss book <laughs> yeah. for the Federal Reserve. It's like red bank, blue bank. <laughs> yeah, banks come in all si Three shapes banks. and sizes. Four. In addition to preparing early adopters for the la July launch, the Federal Reserve continues to engage a range of financial institutions and service providers to complete the testing and certification program uh, and implement the service throughout 2023 and beyond. Montgomery noted that the availability of the service is just beginning and growing the network of participating financial institutions will be key to increasing the availability of instant payments for consumers and businesses across the country. Um, it says... 
The FedNow service will launch with a robust set of core clearing and settlement functionality and value-added features. More features and enhancements will be added in the future release to continue supporting safety, resilience, and innovation in the industry as the FedNow network expands in the coming years. Mm. About FedNow services. So there's all that hype up, and there's yeah. one paragraph to say, what is this? Right. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> The Federal Reserve Banks are developing the FedNow service to facilitate nationwide reach of instant payment service by financial institution, regardless of size and geographic location, around the clock, every day of the year. Through financial institutions participating in the FedNow service, businesses and individuals will be able to send and receive instant payments at any time of day, and recipients will have full access to funds immediately, giving them greater flexibility to manage their money and make time-sensitive payments. Access will pro be provided through the Federal Reserve's FedLine network, which serves more than 10,000 financial institutions directly or through their agents. For more information, visit FedNowExplorer.org. Hmm. That clear things up for you? No. <laughs> it's an instant payment yeah, thing basically. where you can get your money fast. Right. Really right. fast. Like yeah. really, really, really fast. Yeah. And Instantaneous. For, uh, banks big and small any day of the week, 365. Yeah. It also, again, gives them access to your money. Right. To your bank account. 365 days yeah. a week, really, really fast. And that, that, that scares the shit out of it me. It does. Uh, now, imagine you would that, um, let's say... What's the bank that just had a bank run done on it? Oh, the the Silicon uh, yeah, Valley it's, Bank. It's, uh, yeah, SB, uh, SVB. SVB. There you go. Yeah. Um, imagine something like that happens. Yeah. And there's a risk of, like, some, some news comes out, and there's a risk of people being like, you know what? I kind of fucking want my money. <clears throat> Before, you didn't have instant access. Now... You won't have any access, probably, <laughs> well, because yeah, exactly. they're going to be like, oh, there's a problem here. Click. Yeah. No money. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, uh, to prevent a, um, what'd she call it, a, um, a, a, a pandemic, of a bank pandemic. Yeah. Is that what she called it? Something like that. Uh, yeah. We had to lock down your account to keep it all secure. Right. I See, I'd read an article that said, like, this instant payment service could potentially exacerbate the bank runs because... Before you had that like kind of waiting period, now it's like, well, everybody could get their money instantly, and it's just yeah. like, but they also can, with a click of a button, just turn it off and say, yeah. no, no, yeah. you don't get your money. And then for the for the best interest of the banks yeah. and everybody involved, we're going to just cut off everybody's money. No pulling your money yeah. out. Imagine, if you would, now, if that money also wasn't dollars, but it was uh, CBDC, Central Bank mm -hmm. Digital Currency, where, I mean, where are you going to take it to? It's not like a dollar right. that you can just right. extract it and stick yeah. it in your pocket. Right. No, it's like these are only valid here yeah. at our banks through our system. Yeah. So there are no more bank runs yeah. because it's just like, I I want my money. They're like, your money? Yeah. Bitch, that's my money. Right, yeah. You know I mean, that's, yeah. that's like... Earning up points on Minecraft. Yeah. Right. And you're like, you know what? I don't want... It's just like this Minecraft yeah. money. What are you right. going to do with it? It's not like you're going to pull it up. Yeah. It's like, no, this is just fucking Minecraft yeah. money. It's only good in Minecraft world. Yeah. So, yeah. That's exactly what it is. And we're going to get more into it because technically... Because everybody's like, you know, all this FedNow stuff, this is just uh, CBDCs 
being enacted. Mm -hmm. And they make very strong points in all these articles to point out, point out that no, this is not the same thing as CBDCs. Right. Don't worry. This is just a trans like a high speed transaction right. thing, but it's still transaction of dollars. Di I mean, yes, they are ones and zeros because it is still yeah. digital, but you can still pull out Right. Dollar but, bills. but again, what what stops them from, you know, you going to your account and be like, oh, I need to take out 50. And they're like, oh, um, well, you know, the Fed has decided to convert over all cash to CBCDs or whatever, you know, and, and so that way it's more secure for you. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. For all of us. We, right. uh, it's for the good of humanity. Right. Uh, Derek says, great. Not only will I have to check out my own groceries, I'll have to use the CBDC to do it. So going to buy even more sketchy, off-the-wall shit, steak, dog collar, lube. My, like FBI, <laughs> my FBI AI agent will be questioning its will to live after a week. <laughs> I would make sure to buy the most random shit. Yeah, I right. already feel like, a, just, like I'm just like, man, if somebody is like, watching this transaction right now, it's just like, well, you felt the need to buy... Toothpaste and fishing lures on the same day. It's like, what are you about to do? And that's that's it. That's all you bought was toothpaste and fishing lures. What the hell's wrong with you? So, um, yeah, you were you were saying something about them being able to just cut you off. Oh, well, I mean, just yeah, I mean, just you know, because they it's like, hey, we're taking care of you. We went ahead and converted this over to CBDCs for you. Yeah, we did it just because. I mean, we naturally knew this was where yeah. this was headed all this time you knew it we knew yeah. it we right. you just you opted in on it without even knowing yeah. you opted what, what, in on why it why mix words yes <laughs> i mean they they admit to it like in the future after yeah. it oh, happens yeah. like oh we all knew this was coming it's yeah. like but you said it wasn't but but you but knew you knew you knew <laughs> um as this next next well my first question i guess is who's developing the system that's a great question. They haven't even mentioned that. They, I looked. I could not find yeah. it. There's no clue. No clue who's yeah. developing it. No clue who's working on it. Like, did they pull, like, a Google Maps thing and, like, <laughs> they were secretly on the side working with PayPal or something right. and developing, like, a weapons-grade uh, financial <laughs> transaction system? Probably. Uh, prob most likely. But, no, they're, they're keeping that pretty secret. Yeah. Probably because they don't want people to be like, what the fuck, PayPal? Yeah. Well, and, and that's the biggest thing is, like you said, is that the information they give is very, very minimal, you know, and, and very generic. Mm -hmm. I mean, they if you're going to be handling my money, you kind of got to give a little bit more information. Yeah. What exactly? Like, you got like a 10,000 page document yeah. and you're giving me one yeah. paragraph of what right. this thing does. Um, so the this next website, Modern Treasury, uh, comes out and says says it like it is it says it, it's going to change everything yeah. and for good or bad probably for bad this is pointing it out making it a better thing like for the better <laughs> but this will change everything says uh let me pull this one up says some are calling it the most significant upgrade to the u.s payment technology in decades now they're making it sound like we are like years behind right in the payment game. Like, I've seen several websites say, what the hell just happened? Like, why am I so huge? There we go. <laughs> Never seen that one. Never clicked that button before. Um, they're like, well, yeah, we're way behind in payments. Like, we should all, like, China and Europe, and them, they already have this shit. It's like, 
I I guess I've never seen the need, maybe because right. I don't own a business like a corporation or something. I've never seen the need to get my money any faster, except right. I would like to just like have money. Right. Well, yeah. Right. Some I, money. <laughs> do you know? First of all, if you have the option to get paid instantly every day, how many people are going to become homeless because they're that yeah. bad? Like the people that can't manage their money benefit from getting paid bi-weekly because it's like you set up your bills on the 1st and the 15th. Right. You set up, you got your rent on the 1st. You got your all your other bills on the 15th. You get paid on the 1st. You get paid on the 15th. Guess right. what? We got money for bills. Yeah. Do you think that money is going to be there for some of these people no. on the 1st and the 15th when those bills no, come it's up? It's like payday loans. <laughs> well, that, well they, they say this is to get rid of pay, help get will help get rid of payday loans. It'll help people not spend hundreds of thousand dollars on like the interest right. fees of payday loans but again the money's not going to be there when right. it comes rent time yeah and then the government and then all the, the the private landlords are going to go bankrupt and then right. the black rocks and the government corporations will buy it all up make government housing yeah. and then they'll just be able to be like you know what you're not good at paying your rent we'll just take the money out yeah. for you so you i mean because to be honest only the government and big corporations really need money to move that fast, right? Right. The the people that are in on all of this. Yeah. Right. Right. P p normal people like you and I who who you know live paycheck to paycheck. Paycheck to paycheck. <laughs> We're good paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. It's probably for the best that you <laughs> it, keep it that is better up. that way. <laughs> We're not great with the, the people I'm referring to is myself. Yes. Specifically. <laughs> So it says, some are calling it the most significant upgrade to U.S. payment technology in decades. Later this year, the Federal Reserve is set to launch FedNow, a system that moves money from bank to bank in seconds rather than days. Most banks, when you like, they'll, they'll, you put a check in the bank. They, I mean, again, I'm talking as poor folk. Right, right. I guess maybe not a millionaire can't put a million dollar check in the bank and expect. But, but the, the way but he already uh, has that money. <laughs> exactly. The way it works for us is the bank will be like, okay, here's your money. We'll go to the, the banker that this check is from right. and get it from them. Don't worry. Um, we'll take care of this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's the banks that are like, you know what? We need this money faster because right. we are getting the money when we intend to get the money. But the banks are like, yeah, but, but I got to go next door to that bank and get right. my money from them. Um, it says... But but as of now, like, I mean, remember the the good old days where you'd write a check and it would take three days? Yeah, you, know, I mean, you, you get bullshit. your food and it would take now. Now you use a debit card and it takes it out of your account. Even a check these days, they, they just. Oh, yeah. They, they just have slide it through and photo boom, the scanner out. thing. And, yeah. I mean, that, that's some bullshit because it's like, <laughs> how many times did you write a check for oh, yeah. gas? Hoping for knowing days. Knowing that it'll, <laughs> yeah. it'll be Friday. Yeah. You write it on Wednesday knowing it won't come out till Friday. Exactly. You many can't times. do that anymore. I know. That's like, stupid technology. The good old days are gone. Yeah. And it's going to get worse now because everything's going to be instant. Says the velocity of money. Yeah, say goodbye to, uh, which is probably for the best in some cases, but say goodbye to overdrafts. It's like, yeah. well, I know this is going to come out tomorrow, but I can go ahead and buy the soda today. And they're like, now they're going to be like, nope, we take it all. Yeah. Now. Right, yeah. The velocity of money is changing. Um, but there are still lingering questions. What will this mean for enterprises? And what should they be doing right now to today to prepare? Real-time payments are not entirely new. Countries across the globe, including Brazil, 
Singapore and several European nations have banking products that allow businesses and consumers to exchange money instantly. In the United States, the Clearinghouse, or ACH, you, you know ACH, yeah. um, a consortium of the country's largest banks has offered banks a product it calls real-time payments, or RTP, since the end of 2017. But only a fraction of the nation's financial institutions participate in it. Now, that's concerning to me, that statement right there. It's like, mm -hmm. well, they all these big banks, the ones that got together that told the feds to create this high-speed thing in the first place, right. they already have an instant payment thing called yeah. the RTP, real-time payments. But only a fraction of banks are participating in it. Mm -hmm. So if this is a strictly voluntarily th thing that they are claiming it to be, who's to say only a fraction of the nation's financial institutes will participate in that? Right. You're right. You're right. The fact that they pointed that out tells me that this is that you're not going to have a fucking option. Right. It's like if you want to be part of the Federal Reserve, you want to get the Federal yeah. Reserve monies, backed by the federal reserve you have to participate yeah. in this uh fed now yeah. system otherwise because otherwise why would they put that in there because mm -hmm. it's not like this is going to be more enticing for banks well, it's still a real-time uh payment system it's just yeah. now it's ran but, by the feds not and, the banks. and as you say that you know i remember back when uh silicon valley like crashed right and they're like oh well we're not gonna be able to insure this money mm -hmm. and then they came up with this plan where okay well we're gonna take it from different accounts mm -hmm. well now with the speed that they can move money around they could do it and you wouldn't even know it yeah real time. right if, real you're, time. if they're participating in it yeah they can they can transfer that money over and then hopefully your money comes back due and they can shift it back over you won't even know says yet a system blessed by the country's central bank will be different the Fed is really blessed. trying. Did yes, say blessed? Blessed by the country. So ominous, ominous. We we sign off on it. <laughs> yeah. The the Fed is really trying to play a supporting role that helps smaller financial institutions in their capability of providing real time payments to their constituents. Ultimately, supporting fast payment ubiquity, says C.C. Northrop of Glenbrook Partners, a payment consulting firm. If financial institutions of all sizes sign up. As expected, it will dramatically change the world of financial transactions. Now, there's an issue here because remember this. They're talking about uh, helping smaller financial institutions in their capability of providing real-time payments. So helping the right. little guy. Right. Like the big people can handle it. Yeah. But we're, we want the little people on board too. They keep bringing that up. Yeah. It's interesting to me, because, and I'll get to that in a second. Uh, it says... Uh, gradual acceptance. If history is any guide, FedNow's impact is likely to be felt gradually uh, rather than all at once. The U.S. What the hell was that? Did you see my screen flicker? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the U.S. has more than 10,000 financial institutions, which explains in part the challenge that the Clearinghouse has had in recruiting banks outside its member groups to adopt the RTP product. Again, if you're not planning... Because right now they're they're saying it's it's pretty low percentage of getting mm -hmm. people on board with this. If you're not planning to implement this, like as a directive, like you right. will do this, then you're gonna have the same fucking problem. They said it right there, but somehow it's gonna be different because right. the Fed's signed off on it. Right. But Whistler is among those bullish about 
what the FedNow rollout means for real-time payments, generally in the U.S., and says the two systems will coexist. The Federal Reserve has a prominent voice in the U.S. payment system and among financial institutions. If FedNow succeeds, we succeed because more people will see and experience money moving faster. Then it talks about the widespread impact of uh, real-time payments. Why does money need to move faster? That's, that's what I don't get. Why, what, why does it need to move faster? Because the world is moving faster, Bill, and we need our money to move with it. <laughs> okay, but, but I don't move that fast. <laughs> back in my day, how I many back in my days do we need in this? Yeah, right. Um, corp corporate practitioners will start to understand that they can pay timely and not need to pay three days in advance. Okay. But we don't do that now. I don't know. I. <laughs> uh, the visibility of cash coming in and out will change. What is happening? I think this, this site is fucking with my page. It probably is. Um, the vis visibility of cash coming in and out will change. Uh, she says, allowing for more ad advantageous money management, instant payments will mean that companies can hold on to their cash longer, which can make a difference, especially at a time of rising interest rates. With R RTP, a business can actually fund their payroll provider the same day or the day before rather than it sitting in someone else's account waiting to be paid out. So I guess you can hold your cash three more, three extra days. Yeah. Instead of like posting uh, it again, on a Wednesday to pay right. on Friday. Yeah. And but that doesn't make sense. Maybe we still. just don't play up here at that level. I, I guess. And we no. don't play at the high stakes table. I guess if like hundred million dollars of payroll could sit in a an interest making account for two extra days, does but it, I mean, it doesn't make interest in two days though, but, typically, unless it's a lot of money. I like I said, a hundred million dollars. I bro. guess nobody I know deals in that kind of money. I don't either. <laughs> If you're out there listening to this and you deal in that kind of money, yeah, please let us know. Us. <laughs> let us know how big of a difference, that, like how much of a game changer this and is. And are you hiring? <laughs> there are also opportunities in data handling capabilities built into both FedNow and RTP. What is yeah, fucking going it's, on? It is. Your computer is screwing with you. It is flickering like crazy, it's and I don't feds. know why. It is. With real-time payments, business can operate in a more efficient way and know they can rely on the numbers they're using to make decisions and share with investors. All right, scrolling down. Um, getting ready for FedNow instant payments because it, it talks about happy employees and healthier businesses first. Um, oh, that sounds important. Yeah, you'll be much happier because you'll still get your money. Um, Getting ready, this is the part I want to point out. Getting ready for FedNow instant payments. To fully benefit from FedNow, businesses will have to embrace technological, organizational, and cultural shifts. It's com a completely new system, Aaron says of FedNow. Companies will have to revamp back-end systems and reimagine operations as they seek to capitalize on the efficient real efficiencies real-time payments offer and embrace new ways of enhancing customer satisfaction. What does that sound like? It sounds like a mess. Sounds like spending more, a lot of fucking money. Yeah, to, to like, get your system set up to do this. Completely revamping back-end systems. Now, yeah. I don't know if they aren't aware of how small businesses that they're hoping to yeah. benefit from this, how they work, but uh, having to completely revamp your back-end system is a deal-breaker sometimes for, yeah. many times for small businesses. Yeah. Look at it in terms of like COVID nineteen. Yes, you've got 
the the large corporations that are either a set up to um that their platforms already work that way their infrastructure is already there or b they have the capital to do so to implement it and then you had small businesses that didn't have the capital or the infrastructure and what happened to them yeah. they fucking shut down yeah. what's going to happen to these small small town banks like the ones that we deal with a lot of times around here yeah. when the government comes in it's like you know to to keep operating the way you are and uh be up to par with our system yeah. you got to completely well uh undo your whole network and redo it that and the fact that i mean how many times you implement something and then you you have bugs in the system for years oh yeah right Absolutely. i mean i remember um there there was a customer they um i don't remember the name of it but they did like money delivery mm. out in davenport oh yeah, yeah and, yeah, and they had to change their he had to change all their computers and they had issues for like a month after that. i was there yeah i was part of that i believe they're probably still having it probably so i mean that's just and like you said for a small business that's a deal breaker right right well then what happens because we talked about this about the banks crashing the small mm -hmm. banks crashing what happens consolidation to the big banks like yeah. people are gonna have to take especially especially when it becomes a cbdc i mean they're gonna have to bank yeah. somewhere right so when they can handle the load yeah so Chase, Morgan, Stanley, whatever right. their names are, like the Wells Fargo's, yeah. uh, a lot more consolidation of the banking system, a yeah. lot more of um, the market shrinking. Mm -hmm. It's not benefiting the smaller banks. It's crushing the, yeah. the little banks. And, you know, and it's it kind of made me nervous because after you and I had kind of talked about like what we're talking about tonight, I got a phone call from my bank and they're like, hey, I uh, just want to let you know we're running a, a promotion. That if you open a new savings account, nope. you, can, you can earn up to 5% interest in the next 12 months. And you just got to put $1,000 into the account to get it started. Like, right? uh, uh, well, no. and that's what I'm thinking. It's like, okay, with all this going on, okay, you, you need like something to get it started. You need my, my money to get in there, and then that way you're going to play with it. Yeah, right. probably to pay for this new right. system that <laughs> exactly. they're wanting. Exactly. It's like, everybody throw a 1000 bucks in this. We're going to pool our money together so we can pay for this FedNow right. backend system that we yeah, really need exactly. to cover. Yeah, it's just like all, like how many three branch banks have you serviced in this area right. that can't even afford a, to upgrade their camera system from 1986. Right. You think they're going to be able to afford, it's like, you know, uh, well, something's wrong with our camera system. Yeah, it's fucking 30 years right. old. That's yeah. what's wrong with it. Yeah. Well, can you fix it? I was like, <laughs> yeah, we can limp it along or you could upgrade it for only a couple thousand yeah. bucks. It's a modern that, technology. Nope, can't afford that. What do yeah. you think? Do you think they're going to be able to afford this system, especially when it comes down to like, yeah, we're forcing you to do this at a small price of like five hundred thousand dollars or right. something like right. that. Yeah, yeah. No, no, they're going to they're going to be call call customers and be like, hey, we're starting a new pilot program and we just need a thousand dollars. Or calling customers <laughs> like, oh, it's been nice doing service yeah, with you right. the last thirty years. Yeah. Sorry, we're closing our doors. That's yeah. what's going to happen. Yeah, it's like we uh, sold out to Chase Morgan. Right. Yeah. And that's what happens. That yeah, we right. saw it in COVID. How many small businesses shut down, and mm -hmm. how many WalMarts probably opened in that time? How right. big did the market share of Amazon gain right. in yeah. that time? Yeah. You think Amazon's on board with this whole payment oh, system? Fuck yeah, they're gonna be like, they're no more paying with PayPal. Yeah, exactly. They're probably partly funding it. Probably. Oh, the other thing is obviously now the government is going to have more of their grubby fingers again right. all in our shit yeah 
So let's talk about the things to be concerned about besides, like, on top of that. Um, I've got an article from MSN. Let's see, is anything going to load tonight? Because uh, this addresses people's concerns. Okay. It, it points out some of the concerns. It's, it's the um, Jossie, I don't know who that is. It says, either. the Fed's latest upgrade will have law-abiding citizens saying, yikes. <laughs> Um, there's a nice picture of your favorite oh Janet Yellen. I mean, she's looking, she's looking hot these days. Yeah, she is. She's looking gorgeous. Um, <laughs> uh, let me get rid of some of these tabs so they don't slow down my shit. Payment infrastructures usually don't compete with trans controversies or mass shootings for public attention, but FedNow has achieved cultural flashpoint status. Although popular rhetoric about the program is misleading, the dangers are real and align with a broader corporatist push by the government and major corporations to control Americans' financial lives. So so this one's kind of a two-sided article because it's okay. like, no, guys, this isn't CBDCs. We want to point that out to begin with. But there could potentially be problems <laughs> that we should probably address. Says uh, Democratic presidential candidate Robert Kennedy Jr. stoked FedNow fire by tweeting it was a central bank digital currency, or CBDC. First of all, was you aware that RFK Jr. had had announced, had, had f filled out paperwork to run for president? I did not know that. I may, for the first time in my life, end up voting Democrat. Yeah, I mean, we got a guy that is just blasted all over everything as the biggest conspiracy theorist <laughs> since Donald Trump. Yeah, I mean, he's, but he's it, like, so is he running as Democrat? Yeah, because that means he he's has to run against Biden. Well, yeah, interesting. Yeah, RFK Jr. Hmm. is running as a Democrat. Very interesting. Tell us what you think about that. Like, I don't know a lot about the man except that yeah. everybody blasts him as being like an anti-vaxer. Well, that's look at the enough. family he came from. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the. The odds that he's still alive is don't get on any fucking yeah, planes. Right. Or go through any kitchens. Right. <laughs> Stay away from Dallas. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> but I don't know. That might be enough for yeah. me to vote Democrat. That's very Just interesting to see where to this goes. Yeah. I mean, what are our options? Donald Trump? <laughs> right. I, yeah. I don't know who's on the, the freaking libertarian list yeah, these know. days, but um, I don't know. This, this, guy, this guy might be something. Yeah. Anyways, back to this. Uh, so he had tweeted out that this was uh, them implementing CBDCs, right. uh, which when tied to a digital ID system and social credit score will allow the government to freeze your ass assets or limit your spending to uh, approved vendors if you fail to comply with arbitrary diktats, i.e. vaccine mandates. That was the tweet from RFK okay, Jr. Okay, interesting. So this article goes on to point out, FedNow is not a CBDC. Just, just so yeah. you know, it's not. It's not yeah. a currency. Right. It's a government-run payment system that operates continuously and competes with existing private options. Uh, CBDCs are con are a dystopian form of currency. I like how they say this is a just like yeah. to make make you sound like you're crazy for thinking <laughs> that they're not pushing for this when right. everybody is pushing for this. Um, it says. They're a dystopian form of currency that are liabilities of control and of and controlled through central banks. The distinction, however, does not mean FedNow lacks risk of privacy and industry consolidation that um, augurs on Orwellian financial future. The Reserve 
Uh, the Federal Reserve greenlit FedNow in 2019. It will launch this year. Fed board members just justify it by citing days-long wait times for checks and other transactions to clear or settle. This especially harms the poor who lost over $100 billion through payday loans and overdraft fees in 2010s. FedNow allows people to bypass these noxious maladies via instant settlement. So far, so good. Again, what we're talking about, you get your money right now instead of taking out a payday loan. Yet the government could achieve, could have achieved similar results years ago by up... Now, all right, first of all, my brain got to thinking. Yeah. Because one of the things they're promoting this is as corporations don't have to put out their payroll three days in advance mm -hmm. and have it hold, sit and hold for three days. They can just put it out immediately. But on the other hand, they're saying employees can get their money immediately any time of the... But then the employee can't sit on that cash for the right. three... Now they're having to fork out the money. Well, and, and as you read that statement, my mind goes somewhere else. Where does your mind go? It's dirty, isn't it? <laughs> it is it's very dirty. fucking dirty. It is. So... Because I had also sent you that article, and I'm sure we'll get to it later about the the interest or the people with credit having to pay that fee, right? Yeah. So basically, a bill catered to um, lower mm -hmm. people that can't afford, right? Well, now they're catering to people that may be on um, maybe um, collecting some kind of uh, disability, some kind of right. So now they can get their money whenever they want, right? Mm -hmm. Then you don't need food stamps now because right. you get your federal money when you ask for it, mm -hmm. right? And so that's what they're trying to do is they're trying to cater to that that population that needs that money, right? Keep them away from payday because we know that payday loans are predatory. Mm -hmm. And we know that they do target a certain class of people. Well, now they don't Black. need to use those, right? So those, what's yeah, right. So I mean, those companies will will go out of business because the government will now be able to supplement that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all it's all just consolidation it's of everything. It's equity. For, yeah. Oh, obviously, and it's it puts making, the government. But in, what does that do for the small business if they are touting and it's like, well, you don't got to wait till payday now to get right. your payment, but then you have a small business like, well, I don't technically, ha I don't well, have that money to give you until Friday. Well, yeah, and that's a lot of it with the small business, right? I mean, it's like, well, you know, I'm waiting for these checks to clear on this day. So well, you don't I have to wait for that now, right? Because right. it's instant. They're but already there. But you wait, still are waiting for a payment of a customer or, right. or hey, I got bills due today and tomorrow and this day. So you get your – oh, we'll make sure the money's there Friday, for instance. And it's like, no, bitch, I want my money now. It's like, right. well, I can't afford right. that. But the the Fed now promised me my money would be there now right. so I don't have to take out a payday loan. Give me my money now. And then the company's like, well, it looks like uh, we're all shit out of luck. <laughs> yeah, and right. more that's going to put small businesses out because you got to imagine if the small banks have to upend their whole back-end system – the companies making those payments have to go through because we we have like the ACH processing programs right. and stuff. Um, there we're gonna have to do some sort of back end modification to our systems to right. to work with this too. So that's all gonna put a strain now on small business small businesses as well as the small banks. So how many businesses is this gonna fucking shut down before it becomes well, and, and a benefit to society? If you if you don't adapt. You're done, mm -hmm. right? If you can't, if you can't keep up with the the speed of the way the money's moving around now, right? You're well you're before, finished. yeah. Before, I mean, that's kind of getting the way things are with technology. It's like, well, um, sorry, your system kind of sucks and it's not going to work now these days. But 
you still get companies that kind of chug along on old technology. It's right. just like, um, well, well, this has worked. It's still working. We can keep this going until we can't. But with systems like this, it's like, no, you, you, you don't have the option of chugging along on your outdated ACH right. system. Um, you, you're not going to be able to pay and pay checks or like you have to implement this. And if you can't, well, I don't know, is the government going to come in and give out some sort of like uh, kind of PPP type pay, like loan? Right. Are we going to like help help small businesses to where it's just like, well, now you got to pay us back. We'll just take it out of your instant right. payment, though. We'll just right. take it, take well, a percentage. And does this I mean, because they they pushed this uh, this email through in March. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, which kind of coincided with the time that Saudi Arabia announced that they were going to switch to more of a digital currency. Mm -hmm. So is this so that America could kind of keep up with the, the global markets? I mean, that's almost what it sounds like. It's to create a global market is what it is. Well, yeah. It's to get us, because you know, the probably the same people that are creating every single um, central bank, it's, uh, it's a fucking central bank. They all work mm -hmm. through, all the central banks of all the countries work together. Right. They, they're all part of the same. Right. So if you get this central bank digital currency here, it's going to, I mean, it's, it's all to create this one one currency right. situation this wef style right. um globalist society i guess if right. if that's what you want to call it that that's the end game in all of this right i mean they're not going to make it so it's hard to transition to a one globe society right. this makes it easier yeah they're they're going to design it so all they got to do is be like click oh we're all together now guys yeah. yay Right. I mean, that's that's what this is leading to. I want to get before I get in because I want to shift shift focus after after the break um, to talk about the the credit score stuff. Mm -hmm. But I want to share. I want to get into this. This was a conversation that on the Glenn Beck show talking a little bit more about this because again we saw that they're like every every website I read was pretty much like no guys this isn't a CBDC this is something totally different I don't know why your panties are in a bunch and one of the things that <laughs> that cracked me up was this associated press article uh, it was kind of like a fact check cuz it says the claim the federal reserve is launching a digital currency app fednow that will eliminate physical cash the facts uh Talks about FedNow is a service that has been in the works since 2019 and will launch in July. Um, in recent days, they talk about JFK or RFK's stuff, mm -hmm. but it says FedNow has nothing to do with replacing cash. It is an upgrade to the decades-old payment system, said Aaron Keith or Aaron Klein, senior fellow in economic studies at Brookings Institution. It does go on to say on down that the Fed is separately researching... I did it again. God, I keep clicking wrong buttons. Uh, the Fed is separately researching the potential to issue a digital currency commonly referred to CBDCs. Don't worry. This is not a CBDC. Yeah. That's some, a separate project they're right, working yeah. on. That isn't tied to this, but maybe. So why are we talking about CBDCs when they're not actually CBDCs? Because this is this isn't a CBDC. Uh, I, like I said, I wanted to hit this uh, Glenn Beck conversation here. Okay. It's the platform that CBDCs will be on. Right. Right. So what they say is, it's what did they 
I, I can't think of how they put it. Anyway, it's we'll, we'll like probably read it. What? It's creating like an infrastructure. Yeah, it's an infrastructure. It. It's like uh, CBDCs are water, and yeah. this is like the water pipes that they're mm -hmm. pi piping to all right. your homes. Um, so, yeah, this is the infrastructure. Exactly. This is the infrastructure for CBDCs mm -hmm. to flow through. Uh, Derek says, will the CBDC shut down when the Fed government shuts down because they can't approve their budget? God, I, I hope Probably. so. That would be freaking amazing, and the world would go into chaos, <laughs> and riots would break out, and <laughs> all that stuff. So this is, again, this is a, just a, God, I, I cannot click the right button to save just my life tonight. maniac tonight. I am. Explained how the Fed's FedNow program will end in a CBDC. I just want to read a little bit about the from this. This was just a conversation he was having. Was with, that today? Uh, this came out March 27th, oh, okay. so back when they were first talking about it. Gotcha. So this is a conversation with Justin Haskins, a co-author of their new book, Dark Future. Hmm. Uh, Haskins explains how, despite the Federal Reserve may say this new service is not an alternative to central bank digital currency. Rather, it's a giant stepping stone towards it. Uh, I'm just going to read a little bit. It says, um, I got to get down to where they actually start talking because they bullshit for yeah, a few I, minutes. I was going to say. Uh, let's see. It says, it's a new service for all banks, which will make the transfer of funds uh, whether you're out shopping or you're a business owner or you're doing bank-to-bank -bank transactions. You just run everything through the Federal Reserve and it will happen fast. It says, yeah, isn't that exciting? Um, it says, came up with a great analogy. This is like a drug dealer because he says, um, it says, very exciting. Now they're claiming that this is an alternative. This is the alternative to CBDC. So they're not saying this isn't a CBDC. This is a better alternative, um, which is central bank digital currency. It doesn't really sound like much of an alternative as much as a system to run that on, like we said. Mm -hmm. uh, Justin says, yeah, basically this is like, um, he says, this is like the drug dealer who is new on the block, and he will not just start injecting people with heroin. That's not how you sell drugs. That's not how you do it. Uh, first, you get them hooked. You have to give them a little taste, and then after they get a little taste, they're hooked. Uh, then you can really start pushing the hard stuff. That's what this is all about. The Federal Reserve is basically a drug pusher, and this is the start of it. Normally, regular folks like you and me and people in the audience we don't interact with the Fed. We're not used to that. We don't like the Fed. We don't trust them very much. And so what they want to say is just have a little taste. You'll see it'll be great. Uh, this is a stepping stone to a CBDC. This is our first interaction to using the Fed directly. So then we become more comfortable with it. So it's normalized. And then after this, you'll get a central bank digital currency. We already know this because there's billion government reports talking about how they'll design it and what it'll look like. Why should people use it? What the principle should be behind it? All that kind of stuff. So we know a CBDC is coming. This is just the first step in that process to try to normalize people interacting directly with the Fed in the sort of high-tech instant transfer payment portal. So we've been talking about the uniform commercial code. This is where it gets interesting. Um, apparently, it says... It's usually nothing anyone should ever have to think about. However, they're including central bank digital currency as a new definition of money in this universal or uniform commercial code. I'm not entirely sure what that is, but it's interesting. Money makes us think of money 
you can transfer or you can take it from the bank that you own it you get paid you get to do what you want with it but cbdc is not real money uh says what's happening in more than 20 states across the country right now and it's going to happen in all 50 states eventually is lawmakers are looking at updating the uniform commercial code so that a foundation is being laid for a future central bank digital currency and not just any kind of cbdc but a central bank digital currency that is programmable and trackable hmm. That you won't have any privacy with the things you're doing with the CBDC, that it can be controlled and manipulated. This kind of thing is being manipulated into the code. They don't use the word CBDC, but they outlined it in such a way that that's what it has they have that's that has to be what they're talking about. So it's not creating the CBDC. That's not what it's aiming to do. It's just laying the foundation to make it easier to use it in certain kind of commercial transactions. So again creating the infrastructure like you said um so people know and this is what you really have to understand this is not like bitcoin bitcoin is such a danger because what you do with it uh because you get to do with it what you want to and the federal reserve is not aware of anything and can't do anything you have to ultimately power you have ultimate power with your money the opposite is true with fedcoin uh that they will be introducing and this is what makes it dangerous not just the tracking. So we talk about the tracking and shit, but they get into how it's specifically programmable, meaning it says, meaning programmable for the individual. So in other words, if the government decides uh, that they're going to, uh, we we need to cut down on fat f fatties, fat, fat fatties, he says, <laughs> then my digital coin will not allow me to buy fatty foods. Uh, I wouldn't be able to go to McDonald's. I'm using this as an example. There's not anything in the works to do this, except that is what programmable means. They can program it. So if they say, you know what, nobody's going to work, they're not an essential employee, your coin will not buy gas to get you to work. Hmm. So you can go try to fill up, but when you put your digital code in the Fed, it will say denied and you won't have any way other than that card to be able to buy what you need it's absolute control of your life and there actually there actually have been things statements that have been made by the biden administration itself where it is said as part of reports studying cbdc's and the benefits and how it will be designed if they were to make a cbdc even though they haven't committed to doing that exactly they have done all the groundwork for it They've said it flat out that a CBDC needs to account for climate change. It needs to have financial inclusions built into it. It needs to have equity built into it, what you were talking about. Mm -hmm. It needs to have concerns about pollution. Uh, they have worked with hundreds of stakeholders, and we all need, and we all know what that means, nonprofit groups and labor organizations and others. Uh, to help design CBDCs, uh, it says, so why are they doing all that because it's going to be programmed so you can use it certain ways so that it can be prohibited in other ways and it can change on a dime um, that's the other important thing when it's programmable they can change the rules whenever they want it's not a it's not as though they set set the rules at the beginning and that's the rules forever they can change the rules as they go that's the threat of programmable currency it's a huge threat to liberty I think we get the, the, yeah, the kind of right. the point here, but we had talked about a few things at the beginning, like say you want to 
to a bank run. You have the CBDC. Right. You can't do it. You can't pull your money out of the bank because they get into the point. It's like you don't own this money. They own this money, and they're right. just kind of letting you use right. it. They're yeah. letting you transact with it. And it's interesting because this kind of goes back to the you'll own nothing and be happy or whatever. Right. Uh, because you don't even own your own money. It's yeah. just like fuck that. I'm going to own stuff. I'm going to go buy shit just to prove that I can buy. No, you won't because you won't even own your own money. We yeah. allow you to transact right. in these. It's kind of like... You, I, you live in my house, you're going to follow my rules. Yeah, it's, <laughs> well, it's like to, it's like earning points. It's right. like a point system. Yeah. It's like, okay. especially once uh, we're, we'll get into the social credit stuff. Once you get into that, it's like, you earn points. Like, right now, you earn points for doing your job. Right. Like, I, it's... It's pretty much digital currency now, um, and it's fiat currency, which means it's not real anyway. Right. But you earn points for doing good work, for working hard, for working more, whatever. You earn points. But at the moment, you don't necessarily, unless it's through like going to jail and like earning fines and shit, you don't really lose points for doing bad things. Right. With CBDCs, it's like, you know what? We didn't like that you uh, did a burnout in your car and polluted a little bit, we're going to dock some points from you. Yeah. Or you didn't spend enough time today exercising, we're going right. to dock some points for you. It's it's yeah. fucking Black Mirror is what right. it is. Absolutely. The show Black Mirror. The I think it's the second episode where they're like on the pedal bike earning points so they mm -hmm. can go get an apple. Yeah. And they watch so many like porn videos or porn ads so they can earn points. But if, if they spend too much time not doing something, it's like their points start to go down. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's there's yeah. so much to this that can just really fuck mm -hmm. everything up. Like, right. for example, um, let's say, like right now, if the economy is doing bad or good, they can try to manipulate it through um, through raising and lowering interest rates. So get people to spend more money, get people to spend less money through raising and lowering interest rates. Mm -hmm. Imagine if they had 100% control and could manipulate your money. Well, let's say, for example, they put, uh, I don't know, like a, uh, an expiration date on your, your, your money. Mm -hmm. First of all, you're not going to hoard money under the couch sofa anymore. Right. Um, and second of all, like say the economy is not doing so good. Instead of sending you a stimulus check to buy more, to get you to go buy more shit, they can be like, well, we're going to turn down the, we're going to pull down the, the, the expiration date on this. So now instead of, uh, a month to spend X amount of dollars. Now you have two weeks, and it's like, oh, I better go out and spend this money, right. or it's it's going to go like say it just like gradually um, degrades in value. Right. right. Like, well, if you keep it past this X so, amount of yeah. time, it devalues itself over time. So you're going to want to spend it faster. Mm -hmm. And if the economy's not doing so good and people aren't wanting to buy, it's like you turn down that that timeline. So it's right. just like now you either go out and spend it or you're not going to fucking have it. Then you just right. work for nothing. Yeah. So, I mean, you could manipulate the economy that way. Right. I mean, there's so many things like things that they could do with this. Well, CBDC. And, and like uh, I think it was an example used at the beginning, you know, with the, the interest rate, you know, where they can change the interest rate much easier on the on the money. So it's either going to be worth more or worth less, depending mm. on what's going on. Well, yeah, it's just like. Well, money, your X, X teen amount of like Fed coins, mm -hmm. um, that could get you this amount. But now it's uh, like, I, I, I don't know. There's just yeah. so much. It's so, so much to this beyond just like, well, they're not going to let us buy guns anymore, which is concerning to me. Well, yeah. 
but also the fact that they have now 100% control, not only of what you buy, but when you buy it, how you buy it. And how much um, of it. How much of it. Like, your money could be worth this today, yeah. but it could be gone tomorrow because uh, it had a yeah. expiring they timeline. The, they would just want to prove the sell. Yeah. So, and, it, you know, it, going back to, you know, WEF stuff and having nothing and liking it. Right. I was talking to my wife, and I think we've talked about it before is you know it's going to get to a point where you either comply move into their smart cities and have their technology right yeah or you're out on your own in the wilderness and you got to fend for yourself well now it's okay well if you're not moving in here well then your money is no longer yours right right so let's let's get into break we're way past way overdue break um and then i want to come back i want to talk more about the social credit system and then wrap it all up we'll, we'll have to go quick through the social yeah. credit stuff but uh we spent a lot of time on that but that was the main thing i wanted to talk about anyway and, so and it's interesting to me that they're like hey we're gonna run this alongside private entities because no they won't i was well i was gonna say because think about the other industry the government runs alongside private industry the post office <laughs> right and it's a fucking joke well yeah it's just like none of this well, just imagine, you talked about the bugs. Imagine, like, the crashes that will happen in right. the first week that this thing rolls out. And people, yeah. and you're not talking like, oh, uh, my computer service didn't work. No, you're talking like nobody has money and money yeah. can't flow. Right. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't flow. It right. doesn't. Yeah, it just stops. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, it's okay. We'll give you some government bills to you right. know, get you through. Right. right. So let's get into break. We're going to come back. We're going to... We're gonna shift topics just a little bit, and we'll 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 bring it back though. Uh, we're gonna take three or four minutes, and when we come back, we're gonna keep talking about this Fed Boy shit show. So, uh, don't go anywhere. Have you ever thought that maybe voting, maybe all this politics constantly surrounding you is not the way to achieve freedom in your life? Hi. I'm Remster W. Martinez, and I ask myself the same question. That's why I'm on a journey to find true freedom in my lifetime. From learning about financial independence to new ways to develop rugged individualism to amazing guests living strange, crazy, amazing lifestyles that you've only thought might be real but actually are, go ahead and check out my new show, On the Run with Remster W. Martinez at the We Are Libertarians Network. You can find On the Run with Remster W. Martinez on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. You know how the internet works. Come on down and let's discover how to achieve real freedom in your life together. Hey, everybody. I just want to take this time to give a big shout out to the very first sponsor of the Break the Bell podcast. That is Goulash Media. They can be found at goulashmedia.net. Uh, Goulash Media specializes in graphic design, web design, audio recordings, video work, wedding videos, uh, music videos, even political campaign videos. Uh, Goulash Me Media caters to the little guy with the big vision. You can check them out at goulashmedia.net. That's G-O-U-L-A-S-H media.net. We're back you know it's like 
Besides the fact that it's so much shittier, like vaping versus smoking a pipe. <laughs> yeah. It's like part of me is like the habitual process, like the lighting and I like shit. So, yeah. like usually I hit the button and I like grab my pipe and lighting it. And then, like three times, like three or four times, I've like grabbed this and like I reached for something else, but it's like there's there's nothing to reach for. It, it, the biggest problem is no one's gonna believe me that I've been at your house. Usually I come home and the kids will be like. You smell like Craig's house. You smell like smoke and bacon. Smoke and now I'm and coming, bacon? Yes. They, they, <laughs> that's what they say your house smells like is I, smoke and bacon. <laughs> why bacon? I don't know. I don't know. That's what they say. So I'm going to come home look, smelling like berries. It's yeah, going to give wife, me some trouble. Yeah, your wife's going to think, uh, <laughs> like, where the hell were you? Where were you? <laughs> I was at Craig's. It, I promise. <laughs> well, I guess I would be entertained by that. <laughs> Let me know how that goes. So we're talking about CBDCs. It's not as cool as it sounds. Um, sounds like a like a CBD gummy or something. That's what I was thinking. Yes. Central bank digital currencies. We're talking about the Fed now, like the the Fed version of PayPal. So you know it's going to be like yes. super efficient and super high speed yes. and like a top notch. Like the post office, right? Never miss a absolutely. A yeah, it's like, why don't they fix the agencies they have? Right, exactly. Before you move on to new stuff. Now, they came out with a, it was a faster, it's like faster payment task force is what it was called. Like, they had okay. a task force specifically because to study makes this. makes it sound cooler. Yeah, yeah, faster payment task force to, like, figure the shit out. Back in, like, 2018 or something. I was just like, oh, okay. Uh, dollars going to good use there. Um, so... We talked about like the problems with central bank digital currency. The problems getting rid of cash society. The fact that they can turn us on or turn us off whenever they want to. Yeah. Uh, regulate everything that you spend. Yeah. Your money is not yours. Right. It is theirs, and they allow you to use, use their right. as a point system. It's like a social score system, because that's what this ultimately leads to: is a yeah. social credit score right. and. Which is obviously better for the environment because oh, it teaches course. you to spend, uh, to like, uh, not pollute. Yeah, it teaches you to be a responsible citizen. It teaches you right? to like treat people like equally, not not yeah. be an asshole, yeah. not uh, join cults or right. <laughs> not to like be a racist and shit because you lose points for being a racist. Yeah, go which, figure. Go figure, I guess. So, uh. Shifting topics away from that, kind of into the credit score realm, um, Biden has made several decisions involving like credit as yeah. of recently. And the first one isn't necessarily social credit score, but it kind of ap applies to yeah. the equity thing yes. that that and you had kind of brought it up. Yeah. Uh, Biden is raising the cost for home buyers with good credit to help risky buyers. Now, does this sound like a terrible idea to you? Uh, it, yes, it's the definition of insanity. I, it's like, well, these guys got bad credit, so they're having a hard time getting a loan. And yeah. these guys have good credit, and it's way too easy to get a yeah. loan because banks trust them yeah, way yeah. too much. So let's make it harder yeah. for the people with the good credit and easier for the people with right. the bad credit. Because they, they pay their bills because they have good credit, right? So we'll just raise their interest rates. It. Right, and then They can afford it. Give the 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 uh, people with poor credit their money. My daughter said something that sounds similar to this logic here because we were talking about. I was just 
joking around. Don't don't call me a terrible dad because <laughs> because I am. I already know it. My son said something about because it was dinner time and and my daughter hadn't come out yet because she's a teenager and they take ten times oh, longer yes, to do shit. Me, I know. Um, and it's like, hey, uh, come to dinner. She doesn't come right that second. And my son's like, well, let's just let Peyton starve. <laughs> and I was like, uh, what did I say? I was like. She's not going to starve anytime soon. Is all I said, and obviously sounded yeah. like an asshole. St- it kind of was, but uh, right. just to get her. She's like, yeah. oh, just like I can't believe you said that. You said it. And I was like, none, none of us are about to starve. Right. She's like, well, actually, um, fat people will starve, die of starvation faster than skinny people. I was like, why? Why do you say that? She's like, because, because skinny people already are used to being hungry. Like, like people in Africa are used to being hungry, so they won't starve as well. I was like, that's not how this works. <laughs> I was like, fat people have extra to, to like right. to digest before yeah. um, you start. She's like, oh. Did you ever see Castaway? But that's what this reminds me of. It's like, yeah. well, the, the people with the low credit, yeah. uh, we need to trust them more and like make it easier. That's the whole fucking point of a credit system. Yeah. Trust me, I know I have low credit, and but... It's like, I would like it to be easier to get a loan, too, but I understand not trusting somebody with shitty payment history right. over somebody. But look at, I mean, you know, going back to, remember the, the subprime mortgage I, uh, yeah. problem in 2008? That, and that's where this, this, where this, this is creating. From. Exactly. And, and that makes me think, a conspiracy theory alert, you know, Obama, you know, his first renowned job was uh, an organizer for ACORN. Who was the big pushers for subprime mortgage loans, mm-hmm. you know? And here we are looking at doing subprime mortgage loans subsidized by people with good credit. Yeah, but now, yeah, it's not the banks that are sub- yeah. in the government subsidizing. It's you that yeah. like not you because right. No, I'm like I don't have good credit. Either. Good credit people, <laughs> the people that you know pay their bills on time, yeah. that uh, have a little extra money in the bank. Right. Yeah, they they will pay. It's the whole equity shit right. that we're talking about. Exactly. Um, Derek says right at the same time as you, the loan program sounds like the two thousand eight yeah. financial crisis all over again. Except now, not only are we making it like pushing it along to where these people are getting, these people that can't pay their bills are getting loans that they can't pay for, right. but also we're making it harder for the people that. We're okay in 2008 that like saved a little extra money because yeah. we're taking some of their right. money yeah. and yeah. throwing it at it. So That's now, a dick move. <laughs> yeah. So now, not only is it going to be shitty for the poor people, but it's going to be bad for yeah. the not so poor people. I mean, people. you know how hard it is. Like, I just bought a house in July, and mm-hmm. you know how hard it is to get your, your credit to a level that is even looked at by people to be like, oh, yeah, I well, this know, works. I want to know what that's like. Okay, it sucks. It sucks because you have to pay off a bunch of shit, and then they look at every dollar that goes into your bank account, and they analyze like where it came from to make sure you're not doing something Well, underhanded. now they're not even going to have to ask you because like Derek and his grandma, they're going to know that grandma gave <laughs> well, you that that's $20. True. That's true. And they already taxed it six, <laughs> yes, nine times. Right. So, so now... We don't have to go through that whole process of them asking you where everything comes yeah. from. They're just going to be like, oh, it says, oh, yeah, from your grandma. Yeah, that, that, I mean, what you spent, oh, you spent that on a, oh, you spent that on a freaking, uh, that movie? <laughs> yeah. Oof. Well, that, I mean, <laughs> score goes down a little bit there. Yeah, right. Just for, <laughs> whoa, you got some issues, bro. Yeah. Um, 
let's get into this. Biden raising the cost for home buyers with good credit to help risky borrowers. Homebuyers with good credit scores will soon face higher mortgage fees as Biden administration seeks to close the racial home ownership, the racial home ownership gap. I'm glad they get, threw that in there. Yes. Right. Because obviously minorities have horrible credit. Right. Right. They just come out of the womb with bad credit. I mean, who is the the racist here? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Like, well, you, you guys got bad credit, so we're going to have to help you along. Um, and get more first-time and low-income buyers through the door, kind of like 2008. A new federal rule could raise the monthly mortgage payment of buyers with good credit scores by over $60 a month. That doesn't sound like much, but still, over a 30-year right. span, yeah. that's that. I'm not even going to do that math. But it's, I mean, it adds up. It adds up. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> While riskier borrowers... <coughs> I'm shocked. Uh, while riskier borrowers will get more favorable terms because their fees will be reduced. Starting in May, the current structure of loan level price adjustment matrix will be upended by the Federal Housing Finance Agency uh, in hope of addressing housing affordability challenges in the U.S. But there have been complaints that the rule change is unfair and potentially ineffective. Gee, no way. In the short term, this may increase home ownership among the targeted group, but I'm afraid it would decrease home ownership among the middle class. I think they're okay with that. Right. I'm not sure that we're I'm not I'm not sure that we're not robbing Peter to pay Paul here. Only about twenty five percent of home buyers with federal housing administration loans are people of color, according to the White House. Black and Hispanic people on average have fewer savings to use as down payment on a home and tend to have lower credit scores, according to Stevens. Uh, again, the people like I can speak from experience without being racist. Those people with low credit scores, there is a reason they have low credit scores. There is a reason why I have a low credit score right. because I was really bad at making payments back in my early earlier yeah. days. And it, I'm paying for it now. Um, now, I do think that the credit system should be easier to maybe rebuild yeah, or like a shorter period to rebuild it. Mm -hmm. uh, but to just say, uh, yeah, you got a terrible credit score. We're going to make it easier for you to get a loan. No, make it easier to rebuild your right. credit. So people right. actually have to start making like good decisions, but yeah. it pays off sooner for right. those good decisions instead of, you know, I, I, I mean, because it, it actually isn't beneficial to your credit if you just you're like, look, I've got five thousand dollars on in a collection agency. If you just take five thousand dollars and pay it off, it doesn't help your right. credit score. Yeah, it doesn't go away. Even though you pay, you made a yeah. responsible decision to throw a bunch of money at that. No, they want to see a payment history. Well, we yeah. didn't see a payment history from that. We just saw this. You you probably just got yeah. five thousand dollars from grandma and paid that off. That doesn't show that you have. Right. No, make it easier to rebuild credit, not yeah. easier for terrible credit people right. to get the loans. Yeah, because what are they going to do with the loans once they get it, right? I mean, are they going to be able to keep it up? Right. right. Uh, Derek says, I hope you can add notes to the transactions like you can on Venmo or the memo field in the checks. I'll I'll label very, uh, very, every auto tax deduction as sexual favors. Uh, <laughs> might just label every transaction that way. A funny story. Uh, I use Venmo very little, but sometimes I send my sister-in-law payments, not payments, but just money for things for she'll do something or she'll pick up something for my wife and my wife will be like, hey, can you Venmo my sister this money? Mm. Every freaking time I put, because it's public, 
Like mm-hmm. all her friends can see it, but I'll put like um like ransom payment or <laughs> don't hurt my children or drug money or something like that. And <laughs> that's it, awesome. Yes, I, I make sure to make a point of that. To mostly to and Derek, you have a comment myself. there. It says it's okay. The government will buy out the loans and own even more land while paying pennies on the dollar. You're absolutely right. Hey, we talked about that with the PPP loans. Yeah. Waiting for that to be exactly that. Yeah. Um, it says, in order for the FHFA to close the gap by bringing down LLPAs for those borrowers, the agency will compensate for the reduction in borrower fees by raising the LLPAs of borrowers with higher credit scores who tend to be white. Uh, the average credit score. So they're just saying, like, black people just don't have yeah, good credit. Yeah, they're not they responsible people. Yeah. You know. Uh, the average credit score in the white communities was 727 in 2021, That's compared amazing. to 667 <laughs> in Hispanic and 627 in black communities. Man, uh, those are probably all got me. The I was going to say, those most, are really good. <laughs> yeah. According to data analyzed by FinMasters, a personal finance blog, uh, the effort to get more low-income Americans, Americans of color, into home ownership is essentially being subsidized by borrowers who have better credit scores and can tr- contribute uh, to their own or to their down payment, says Michael Bordinsky, a vice president at Caliber Home Loans. Bordinsky said that while the p- plan was designed to help people who have historically faced obstacles to home ownership, it comes at the cost of negatively infecting buyers who worked hard to save enough money for a larger down payment and maintain a strong credit rating, especially since those buyers can be of all demographics. That guy was quick to point out, hey, yeah. Black people make their payments, too, sometimes. Right. Uh, Shocking, I know. (laughs) Right? Little did we know that there are some black people that... try to be responsible sometimes. And some Mexicans, too. Right? (laughs) Uh, He says, this rule unfairly penalizes Americans for having good credit and rewards those who accrue debt and don't pay their bills with cheaper loans. I mean, we... Don't have to read on to know how stupid this is. How right. freaking stupid and, and this how, is. And how how one sided it is. How mm-hmm. unfair it is. You know, I mean, it, it's it's hard for most most people are not with good credit are not born with millions of dollars, right? right? They have to make good decisions. I mean, there are some. There are some, but I mean, if it wasn't for my wife, I mean, I I'd probably be living, you know, in a trash can. <laughs> <laughs> but she's responsible, fortunately, and, you know. <laughs> and so you don't live in a trash can. Not so. yet. <laughs> leveling the playing field is what uh, yes. what, what they're doing here. Yes. Do you think this is leveling the playing field? No, not well, at all. It's, I mean, it's the whole WEF style. Right. Like, yes. instead, we've talked about millions of times with the WEF. It's not, equity for them isn't bringing right. uh, the lower people up to this yeah. level it's bringing the upper people down, down. so we're all down here right. eating bugs yeah so that, yeah that's... It, but it, it's the it's it's most likely the middle class right because the the rich people the elites it's not going to bother them right right Obviously. It's the people that are just barely making it and as i was mentioning to you i think over break when you take this and you tie it into just how astronomical property taxes have been this year uh-huh i mean it's insane how much it is our our house assessment um the value has gone up 22 percent. holy crap yeah your house our house you've been there a year i know less than a year 22 percent. yeah and so less than a year. our house a year ago today um assessed at one hundred and eighty nine thousand dollars. 
We bought the house for 220000 in July, and now the county is assessing our house at $231,000. Good God. Yeah, it's insane. That is... I don't know. And, and, but it's every house. I mean, they're doing it across the board in every state. Well, I feel like a part of this is kind of like... We'll get into. I feel like they're intentionally trying to crash the banks. I think so too. To implement this CD, whatever yeah. CBDC, I think they're intentionally trying to crash the housing market again I think too, so too. To probably implement some sort of government-controlled yes. housing. I think that's what, um, yeah, what what Derek had mentioned about the government buying out the loans, yeah, and then, and then buying they, all the yeah. land, owning all the land. Right. You'll own you'll own nothing, and you will be happy. Um, that I mean, that's the end game. Get rid yeah. of all the private. Right, exactly. Private equity out there. Yeah, they own all the the resources. So we got to move on uh, past this, but let's look at another thing signed in to as an executive order by Biden just recently. And that's how he's doing all this. Is executive well, yeah, orders. that's all this. Uh, all this shit is. Um, this executive order is basically what this article says: creating a template for so the social credit system. Because as I mentioned in the the intro, the pre-show. Um, is pretty much implementing a social credit system for federal agencies. So it's kind of like okay. uh, a trial run right. on the federal agencies. As they do. Yeah. So it, this is from Rogue Review. It says, President Joe Biden signed a radical executive order to enforce environmental and social justice for federal agencies on Friday. The order enacts federal scorecards that will assess the social and environmental impact of government actions and hold agencies accountable for promoting so-called equity. The order establishes a White House Office of Environmental Justice headed by a federal chief environmental justice officer who will oversee environmental justice goals. That's a lot of environmental justice in one sentence. But they, they created a, a department right. with a head, a chief environmental justice officer. The order says it will focus on ensuring that lower-income people and minorities are not subjected to disproportionate environmental harms, especially those stemming from a legacy of racial discrimination, including redlining. I don't know what that is. I don't either. The order will require agencies to notify nearby communities in the event of a release of toxic substances from a federal facility and directs agencies to address gaps in science, data, and research related to environmental justice. Does that sound like Ohio? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like if your agency isn't doing these things, you're going to get lower on the scorecard. If your gotcha. agency is promoting these things, like say, for example, the federal agency known as like the Housing and like whatever that housing de department was that came up with that stupid bullshit <laughs> right. that we just read about. Yeah. If they didn't come up with that, maybe they get a lower score. And they come, they're like, who can come up with the dumbest plan that okay. impacts the but that, the, the that, housing market? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. And they're like, like the dumbest plan, but it's got ESG written all right. over it. You get a higher scorecard, and right. we'll grant you more money for your federal agency. Yeah, That's how, you're right. how that sounds. So okay, so it says. Um, Part of this process included segregating marginalized communities into urban housing projects so that white families could move into new suburban developments. Segregation of housing stock became known as redlining and continues okay. to reinforce unjust living conditions for minority residents nationwide. Gotcha. So getting rid of that, I yeah. guess. The executive order charges federal agencies with conducting new assessments of their environmental justice efforts 
and developing, implementing, and periodically updating an environmental justice strategic plan. These environmental justice strategic plans and assessments will be submitted to the White House Council on Environmental Quality and made public on a regular basis, including through the Environmental Justice Scorecard, a new government-wide assessment of federal agencies' efforts to advance environmental justice. Mm. The notion of scorecards is concerning for many conservatives, just the conservatives, not, yeah, not the rest the of us. liberals don't care. Who argue that this move could be seen as the Biden administration setting the stage for a social credit system. It's not could be. That's it exactly is. what this is. Yeah. That's exactly what ESG is. Uh, that's exactly what... Um, all this is about is yeah. a social credit system. Yeah. Said so that could target individuals for not holding the same values as the ruling regime. Yeah, because what you think is social justice isn't the same as what the next guy right. thinks That's social a good justice. Point. Right. It's who who makes that rule up. Well, yeah. it's whoever's in charge at this time, whoever's getting the yeah. financial backing from the mega corporations that are profiting right. immensely from this well and, and again that brings up a good point because say the current regime goes out of power and say trump comes in right and now there's an esg program i mean could you imagine trump in charge of no. his idea of no <laughs> exactly no. uh so that was the the far right's concerns yeah some opponents on the far left have also argued that agencies will feel pressure to prioritize such social justice concerns in order to receive favorable scores rather than focusing on the bottom line and the country's overall well-being. First of all, since when did the left care about um, prioritizing the bottom line? Yeah. It since when me... <laughs> has the government ever prioritized, prioritized the, bottom the bottom line? It makes me think that they have a different definition of the bottom line. Right, but so... <laughs> Isn't that already happening in the private sector, though? Yeah. Like, like we're talking about, oh, the government's not going to be concerned about the bottom line, and uh, they're not, they're not going to do things efficiently. They're just going to be concerned about... It's kind of like um, the No Child Left Behind Act, for, right. where yeah. we took all these standardized tests, and the schools that did great on the tests got more money from right. the government. Uh, but in the end, the kids weren't learning dick. They right. were just being taught how to take standardized right. tests or being pushed through yeah. so the schools can could make the money right. they weren't getting a proper education we're still yeah right They're, dealing with yeah. that shit today you're right that's what that that's the government's way yeah. it's a scorecard it's a standardized test for uh these agencies right well they're just gonna check all the boxes that Absolutely. that apply and they're and not whatever it takes to check those boxes yeah and how much of the how much money is going to be spent wisely right. but like like i said this is already happening in the private sector. Case in point, Bud Light. Bud Light said to half or probably 90% of its yeah. constituents, I guess you could call them, its fan base, its market, screw you, we are going yeah. this route. We are going this. We're going this um, environmental friendly, not the social friendly, right. social justice, what woke, whatever you want right. to call it, ESG, the environmental social governance type investing. That's what mm -hmm. we're doing. We don't care. Yeah. The bottom line, screw the bottom line. Yeah. Um, this is the direction we're going. Yeah. And then <laughs> their profit tank from it. But do they care? Probably not. I mean, this well, has been happening. They, they, they released that lady that pushed that. Yeah, but... but <laughs> It's again like a trial run. But then type they got thing. sued. Yeah. They're being sued for being uh um what is it? Uh for like racial and yeah, well, that, misogynistic. This and... last article I want to read, I don't know if you've heard this, has talked about the 
go woke type companies, it's like this pressure from mega corporations like Vanguard's, the the Black Rocks and stuff to push this ESG investment mm -hmm. or else, pretty okay. much. Or else you're 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 just not gonna survive as a company. And that's actually why this is all happening. It's not right. it's not a company that's like, you know what? We really care. Right. <laughs> about the trans community. Right. I mean, we've been selling to rednecks in Ohio for yeah. our entire existence. Yeah. Sorry, Ohio. Um, but now we all of a sudden have this great concern for the trans community. Yeah. And it's not like, you know, like I even thought for a while there, because remember back when he signed Colin Kaepernick, I'm like, why the hell would they? They right. know there's going to be pushback, but there was almost more, seemed like there were more profit in being the woke, mm -hmm. uh, like more people would buy you because you supported Colin Kaepernick or whatever, the, the Neil movement and stuff. Well, now it's becoming evident that it's not even for the profit, like the social, like this status that gains pro right. profitability. Now they don't even care about the profits of it. Yeah. It's this social. It's a social mob. Mafia yeah. is what it is. Yeah. That's like pressuring them to do their bidding right. or else. It's an that's, or else. It's a way to phrase it. Yeah. City folk don't have any opportunities and are feeling oppressed. Move to the country. You can have no opportunities out here in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I would prefer that, actually. Yeah, right. um, so I want to get into this New York Post article because I, I heard this on another podcast and it applies so freaking well to what we're talking about. It's, called, it's titled, Go Woke or Lose Bonuses. CEOs are forced into Dylan Mulvaney deal systems so we know Dylan mulvaney was the the trans person right. on the bud bud the, light can the the bud light spokesperson yes says woke and i still i have freaking term. shut up <laughs> woke three-letter alphabet suit policies like esg and cei which are supposedly based on ethical investing and are why major American corporations are handing out lucrative endorsements to fringe celebrities like transgender performer Dylan Mulvaney sound wonky. But one corporate analyst gave a succinct summation. You can think about ESG, again, the environmental, social, governance right. type investment. You can think of ESG as an attempt to sort of bring critical race theory to the private sector. And like some universities and high schools where parents and administrators have fought back against the critical race theory being embedded in curriculum, America's big corporations aren't necessarily as eager to sign on to the LGBTQ plus climate or anti-racist policies as you might think. Despite the recent rash of endorsements by Nike, Bud Light, Kate Spade, and transgender influencer uh, of transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney. The most controversial of those by Bud Light has wiped $5 billion off the parent company Anheuser-Busch value since March 31st. So you're Damn. talking 25 days ago. As it deals with a fallout from conservatives over its brand endorsement of the 26-year-old transgender TikTok and Instagram star. The Post revealed Saturday how companies strive to perceive a perfect corporate, corporate equality index score. So that's, that's a scorecard. It's not a government scorecard. It's a supposedly private. Right. It's, it's from pro LB, LGBTQ lobby group, the Human Rights Campaign. So the CEI is this Human Rights Campaign. Um, they put out the score, and apparently this is like 
like a trophy that you like mm. you you got to do good on this or they will rain down a hellfire on you. He says, I I need to get more into this human rights campaign. It says, um, so it's a score from the pro LGBTQ lobby group human rights campaign to comply with progressive policies espoused by the world's biggest asset funds, pushing them into branding deals like the one with Mulvaney. American corporations are being strong-armed into policies they don't always agree with by influential nonprofit activist groups acting in concert with powerful fund managers, according to Republican presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy. I don't don't know who that is. I don't either. They name BlackRock, Vanguard, and Street Corporation, which earn up to 5% of most U.S. companies as the ones doing the strong-arming. So it's not just this activist group yeah. it's this activist group that is basically the activist arm of blackrock vanguard and state street corp you know like major investors in all the corporations right. yeah. that if you decide so this is how it works it's like well you you need to um invest in like you need to hire dylan mulvaney as a spokesperson mm-hmm. and the the higher ups at bud light are like no I don't, I don't agree with that. Our, our fan base or whatever doesn't agree with that. Well, BlackRock, who invests heavily in your company, say to 5%, says, we'll just pull our funding out from you. We'll, we'll just get rid of our stocks from you. Well, now it looks like, because it's such a high percent in your company, it looks like you are not meeting the approval of the stakeholders of your company, and then you can get axed as the CEO because you are not doing the bidding of the stakeholders, even though it's just one or two companies, right. but they hold so much. And we yeah, did we a whole talk, episode yeah. about yeah. how much control over all America, like the Black Rocks yeah. and the Vanguards, yeah. and like how you can't even have any sort of opposition anymore because right. yeah. every they control the boards. Yeah, go back and listen to that episode. So, too, another yeah. one that ties into this says uh, BlackRock CEO Larry Fink, among others, has been mentioned by ESG opponents as instrumental in pressure campaigns, which they say are not in the interest of companies or the pension fund members whose savings Fink and others invest. Uh, the big asset companies like BlackRock, Vanguard and Straight State Street Bank are shareholders of almost every Fortune 500 company. And if they vote for a policy, CEOs who do not comply open themselves up to potential legal issues because it looks as if they are not acting in the best interest of shareholders. You talked about legal actions towards Bud Light, mm-hmm. probably coming from that. It's like, yeah. you know, you're not acting in the interest of the shareholders. Um, so we're going to sue you now. This guy's a Republican. Is that Fink? Uh, this... Uh... Vivek Ramaswamy. Well, yeah, he's a they said a Republican presidential candidate. Yeah, who it was uh, runs. Uh, he's a venture capitalist and woke Inc. author. Yeah, he's like totally against uh, woke okay. shit. So says it's a protection. It's a protection racket. Ramaswamy mm-hmm. told the Post Wednesday, if company executives don't go along with it, they could see their compensation cut or bonuses disappear, and the chance of further investment from the big funds could go away. So you could just lose all that freaking money, which is most likely going into pension funds. Right. And then the people that work in those corporations are going to pissy because their pension funds go away. So, I mean, it's a racket. It's a yeah. fucking racket. It's all a control thing. 
When Ramaswamy was executive chairman of his anti-woke asset management firm Strive, he wrote letters to the boards of Apple and Chevron recommending they decline to adopt ESG ad- agendas which involve racial equity and climate policies. He called the agent farce and said they would not benefit shareholders. Each company agree, appeared to agree with Ramaswamy's advice, but then walked, then walked their plans back and ended up voting in favor of ESG proposals under pressure from the activists who pushed them. The sequence of events about their boards agreeing, but then reversing course was not in relation to my letters. Um, it says it was in relation to shareholder proposals put up by nonprofit organizations. The boards initially opposed them until BlackRock and State Street supported them and voted in favor of them, after which Apple and Chevron each shifted course. That's that's the, the freaking power that right. these companies have over all yeah. of Americans right now. Yeah. It's like, we're going to push this agenda. It's like, no, we're not. Uh, this is our company. We're frozen, oh. I think. Are yep. you frozen? I, I am. You're not. Uh, okay. Uh, and we're back. Um. But again, we talked about all this shit yeah. and, and a year I, or so ago. Yeah, and, and I'm sorry, uh, but uh, Amheuser Bush is being sued by America First Legal for discriminating against white people. What? Yeah, for discriminating against white people. Yes. Oh, yes. all right. <laughs> Anyways, so so what do you do when when your your balls are being held by these corporations well that's that, what we had said yeah. back a year or so ago yeah. when we talked about these corporations like they have the voting power yeah. to basically run do this whatever they want do whatever they want in any of the companies everywhere and again it's like well is it to like crash these companies is it to like like what's the what's the game plan here well i mean it's it's a way to have a monopoly without having a monopoly well yeah it's you like know i mean so back- controlling stock in in 65 percent of the country companies in the country you know probably more than that even. probably more yeah so back to like the biden executive order i was going to come up with the scorecard and this is just a step towards no we already have yeah. that in the private sector yeah. through the vanguards and through the black rocks and all and, and, and those... well and let's be honest that they, they own stock in the president too right? yeah they own basically they, own the government yeah because we talked about how they have so much voting power, but they also put politicians in place right. to, to benefit make sure them. this thing goes. Yeah. yeah, like we don't need the Chinese style, like the government, right? Like the corporations pretty much own our government, so right. it's the whole corporatocracy mm-hmm. that will be that that the WEF wants. Yeah, and that I mean that's where this goes. Yeah, it's all about. It's not about freaking like making the environment better it's not mm-hmm. about uh, making equal it's it's about freaking control that's right. what the the cbdc's are about it's not about making faster transactions right. it's about yeah. controlling your lives control like the cbdc's are to implement the yeah. social credit system the social credit system is to overtly control your life and everything yeah. you do in your life and Make sure that you're compliant to yeah. everything they say. It's, like, it's oh, you- not about saving the environment, and it's not about so- equity or racial justice. Mm. It's about controlling your life. Yeah, that's what it is. And they just use that as as their their great intentions, right? Right. 
Where does this go, Bill? <laughs> Nowhere good. <laughs> like China's already working on their yeah. CBDC, and they already have like eighty percent of the country falls under their own social yeah. credit system. It's like you do something bad, you lose points. You do something right. good, you gain points. And they're going to implement their own yeah. central bank digital currency, which will just because they already have some like they have it where like if you do something unfavorable or like mm -hmm. lose trust is what they call it like you can't go eat at certain restaurants you can't go on flights for like right. small infractions yeah it's like how much easier would it be to control the populace when if you can just be like oh, yeah well you just don't get this money right you just don't get those dollars oh i'm or, sorry you can't apply for these colleges mm -hmm. right well yeah that, well speaking of colleges that was another thing like if you didn't get like a certain score like a hundred percent on that um that social justice score that they were talking that that one activist group put out certain universities would pretty much talk shit about your company and say that you're like bigoted and racist and this yeah. and that if you didn't get a hundred percent on that because you weren't implementing x policy um or you weren't promoting uh that freaking dylan mulvaney Thanks. kid then you're a racist bigoted so so coming so the younger kids coming up already sees your so your company as this horrible yeah. place to work. And if you got 100%, you got the coveted tag of like, it was like best workplace environment, best LGB, LBGTQ environmental friend or friendly environment right. or something right. like that. You got like, and people like are plastering this on their website as yeah. like a badge of well, honor. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine like Googling your company and your, you know, say your company is, I don't know. Maybe, Bud Light. Right, Bud Light, right? But, and say like you, you've decided, gone the other way from Dylan Mulvaney, right? Right. All of a sudden, like a little red tag pops up and says, warning, these guys um, are- bigots. Right, they're bigots, or you know, they're they're not economic or ecologically f friendly, or yeah. something. You know, and so then be like, oh shit, I don't want anything to do with them. Right? Yeah, we don't need the government to implement the social credit yeah, system when the people that own the country yeah. are already doing well, it. It's to coming us. from both sides. Yeah. You know, so I mean, it's they're they're making sure they have all their bases covered. Oh yeah. So we got to implement the digital currency. So. I mean, the social credit score doesn't do a whole lot if you could still just go on about spending your money the way you want to. Right. right. So we got to take control of the money. You take control of the money, you take control of the population, and yeah. we can cause them to do our bidding. Yeah. Yeah. Trade, goods, and services. That's right. what this comes down to. Like, learn a skill. <laughs> <laughs> learn how to plant tomatoes. Yes. Get some chickens and grow eggs in them. Yes. That's what, I mean, the only way around this is yeah. going to be going back to old school trades. It really is. Trading yeah. system, barter and trading. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, yeah, I, it, it's coming. It's, it, it is. They, they say, oh, this uh, Fed now. No, it's not a, don't worry, it's not a CBDC. Yeah. It's just the, the, the inner structure for yeah. it so we can make it happen when we do want to. Yeah, right. <laughs> don't worry. Right. Yeah. We're not doing it yet. Yeah. We're <laughs> yeah. just set, paving the road for it. Yeah. yeah. We're just making it possible, making it easier. Yeah. And, and like it's going to come. It's they're going to slip it in there, right? You're just going to you're going to start using it and and get used to the convenience of it, mm -hmm. the speed of it, and then all of a sudden bam, you're there. Yeah, and, and, and then all like, of a sudden and it's not like overnight they're going to be like 
oh, you said this bad. You you said the word faggot today. Right. Uh, we're going to cut. No, it's like we're going to get used to the convenience of the the Fed now system and how quick and fast we can transfer our dollars without even realizing it. They switch us over to the digital currency. They call it, but they probably still call it dollars just so we don't even notice. Right. And then all of a sudden, then then they break it slowly to us. Hey, guess what? You've been on the CBDC this whole time. It's like, oh, this wasn't all that bad right. after yeah. all. I guess I guess I have what what like Patriot Act. Well, I yeah. guess if I'm not doing anything wrong, I yeah, got right, nothing to right. worry about, right? And think, even that, they play the rules kind of loose. It's right. like, you know, right. I, I've done this for years this way, and they haven't ca called me out on it. Then all of a sudden, it's just like, oh, we've noticed you've been doing this for years. Let's start doing it. And then they just like... Bam, yeah. just like drop. like um my account's negative. Yeah, um, what happened? Oh, oh yeah. well. But I've been doing it that way for years. Oh, well, we're gonna have to take money out from <laughs> Yeah. You know, back pay for us. Yeah. You know, it, it's they it's like kind of the COVID policies. It's like Yeah. They hatched away, hatched away, hatched away, hatched away, hatched and finally we're to this point where it's just like what do we have anymore? What rights do we have anymore? Well, and and it's it's they're gonna hit those around you too, right? Because it's like if it doesn't affect you, they'd be like, well, your your brother's account uh, had gone negative, so we had to draw from your account. Right. Uh, so you might want to talk to him about getting in line. Right. 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 Yeah. Um, or kind of like 1984, where like they had the children like rat out their parents and right. stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Derek says, my social credit score is going to wretch my entire family score. I can't wait. You know, that that does bring up a good point. It's like, are you guilty by association? Like, oh, you you were hanging out, like, you were here. Oh, absolutely. Hanging out with this yeah. person. And this person has, like, a three yeah. social credit score. Well, that's going to dock your – you shouldn't be associating yeah. with threes when you're a five. Yeah. So you want to hang out with the threes? We're going to bring you down absolutely. to a three. Your kid in school. Wow. You're, you're, your parents are a three? <laughs> yeah. Well, you might want to do something. We're gonna have to drop maybe you they from give the team. Maybe they give you a warning, like you were saying, like to yeah. uh, you better get that person in line, or right. or yours is gonna go down too, or stop associating with them, right. and give you a, like a couple days, and yeah. it's just like, oh shit, you you need to get your stuff together, or it's gonna affect me. Yeah, and yeah, this whole thing is it's fucked. It it is. We're fucked. Yeah, <laughs> we're. I mean, we're what like. <laughs> How many years away? Uh, yeah. Seven I, to 2030? I'm going seven. <laughs> at yeah. least. Yeah. At most seven years away from this all just being a major. Yeah. I, I hope we're still podcasting in 2030. I, I want to so be too. like, I told yeah, you so. Right. And that's the last. <laughs> from our we... bunker on, on uh, the uh, the ham radio. <laughs> yes. And then we like get shut down. Yeah, right. That's going to be our final yeah. sign off is. I told you. I told you so. Yeah. I told you so. Yep. So. Learn a skill, I guess. Learn yeah. how to trade. Like we we talk about learning skills, being self sufficient, yeah. networking with like minded people. Yeah. Maybe can you do some like a day training with like the Amish? <laughs> the Amish are going to. They're well, I don't know because the Amish, the Amish trade in dollars and stuff. Yeah. And the Amish love our processed food at gas stations too. I found out. No, they do. Oh, they eat a ton of it. They come huh. in all the time and I'm eat. A little tons. disappointed in that. I know. I'm surprised. Huh. They don't like electricity, but they love the processed food. Though. <laughs> but they only transact in cash. Right. So they will be screwed. Yeah. Because it's not like they have their own Amish, but they they have enough skills. I and was stuff gonna say that they'll they figure can, out a they way. They can form a yeah. bartering system, yeah. no problem. We'll we'll have to we'll have to figure that out.
Derek says, wonder how many points the winning political party will dock you for voting for the losing political party. That's I a great was point. actually I, that was one of the things I was thinking when I was looking this up. It's like they're probably going to find out like who you voted for, mm. how you voted for, it, and you're going to get docked points for voting for the wrong party. And you don't yeah. want to get docked points for voting for the wrong right. party, so you better vote for the right party. Right. And that's how democracy just gets obliterated. But it still looks like democracy. Yeah. Right, it's, right, right. It's kind of like how it is now. Basically. Looks like democracy. Yeah. It's called democracy. Well, but I mean, it's nowhere near democracy at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I installed internet at an Amish store last year. It was so weird, says Tam Derek yeah, Ambrose. Really that, I don't understand that, but it's like the Amish people that make uh, the nice fireplace frames yes. for your, your electric fireplace. It's yeah. like, I don't know. I don't know what to believe anymore. <laughs> the Amish, man. Did you ever see that what Breaking Amish show or whatever? Uh, Jen used to watch that. Oh, that yeah. was so bad. <laughs> So, yeah. any final thoughts of this? Any is there a way a happy light at the uh, end of the tunnel? You know, like you said, you know, learn how to do things old school and, you know, just be prepared to to go ghost. Buy because... local. Yeah. Stop buying from these corporations. Exactly. That, support that are the local. Yeah, support the local. Support the small banks, I guess, yeah. if there are still some. Support the small mom and pop shops. Yeah. Keep those alive. Yeah. Because Yeah. It, Whatever they're, it they're takes. going away. They're going yeah. away. It's like it's a wonderful life. When old man Potter buys out the town, you're you're fucked. Yep. <laughs> and old man Potter is coming for his. Yep. He's buying a lot right now. He's buying the town. That's. I mean, that's all I got for this. Yeah. I mean, another happy one. Another headache. <laughs> Massive headache. You had actually sent me both of those. That... Yeah. My sister sent them to me before church, and I don't usually look at those. And for some reason, I did, and I was like, oh. Shit, I need to send that to Craig. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, we need to talk about this. Yeah. So, are we going to partake in this uh, Fed Boy PayPal system? No, no, fuck no. Is there a way around it? Can you For run now, a there business is. and st work? Will, will businesses, like at a personal level, we can trade and barter. Right. But what about a business? Can a business survive with, like, somehow? Because, you know... They're going to be transacting with like corporations, right. like supply lines right. and stuff. Yeah. And uh, the supply lines are going to be controlled by the, right. the Fed yeah. Boy PayPal. Yeah, because both both of our businesses get money from bigger co corporations. Get money from them. They get supplies from yeah. them. They, like everything yeah. comes from them. Yeah. So like, how do you survive as a small right. business even? Yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. To get payment in eggs and apples. Yeah, maybe become a contract killer. <laughs> I mean, that's really the only solution to this. I, I believe so. The only solution is become a contract killer. Yes. That's the only way you're going to survive the yes. dystopian future. So yes. And get chickens. Learn now. Yes. And get chickens. Yes. Obviously. That's all the time we got for this show. Become a contract killer. That is the moral <laughs> of this story. Uh, make sure you check us out all over the social medias. Uh, we are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter uh, for the time being at... Break the Bell Pod. You can check out our website, breakthebellpod.com. Get access to all our stuff that we do. Uh, there will not be a morning show this week because I have other engagements, I guess. So no uh, Two Scoops morning show with Dan and Craig because Craig will not be here. And Dan is a bitch anyway, so he won't be here. Um, final thoughts before we get out of here. I never hit record on my damn thing. It's oh. just... 
I'm looking at it, but nothing's recording. That is okay. Okay. We, less work for me to do tomorrow. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, last thoughts. Uh, yeah, like we've been saying, get self-sufficient, learn how to do stuff. You know, don't don't rely on technology or the government as much as possible. Stick to the local shit. Do I need, Derek says, do I need a Neuralink chip to use the sound? Derek, you're opening so many doors. <laughs> like, we're trying to get out of here. We're already over our time. We're trying to get out of here. That, that'll have to be the next show. Damn it. <laughs> Didn't even think about that. Yeah, I mean, right? Fed boy freaking Elon Musk did create PayPal in the first place, which probably used a lot of technology for this, the, the Fed now. He created shit. the backbone for this whole shit. Yes. So, Fuck. Yeah. We got to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember what you said. but I don't either. Oh, yeah. It's it self-sustaining and all that. Yes. Shit. The yes. same thing as we always say. Yeah. We've show. been telling you for three years, be self-sustaining. Yeah. Do, like, figure out, figure out on your own. Stop yeah. relying on this freaking system. You yes. are, and I am, and you are, um, contributing to this madness. Yes. By being reliant on this system. Break out of this freaking system because it is going down quick, guys. Yeah. Um. Otherwise, you know where to find us. We're all over the, the social medias. Leave a chat in the comment section. That's always open. Jump into Twitter, talk shit with us, or or the Facebook forum, which is the Breaking the Bell forum. Um, yeah, come hang out with us. Yeah. If you are listening to in the future, come join us for a live show. It's fun. Mondays, which this, this summer it's going to start jumping around because of baseball, my kids' baseball and stuff. Yeah. So um, I will announce that ahead of time. But uh, tentatively, most it's Monday nights at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Um, join us because it's it's fun. And yeah. join us next week because it'll be another one, another shit show, another fun it show. Is. It's just it's speeding up. I feel like as things get closer to Joe Biden's uh, uh, end of his well, his death. Yes, I feel like things are going to pick up more. Oh, absolutely. Have a great rest of your week, whatever is left of it. As you listen, we will catch you next time. Peace. Goodbye. The Break the Bell podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Justin Zielinski, Remzo Martinez, Stephanie Parker, and T.O. Jacobson. A shout out to our sponsors, Run Your Mouth Coffee, the On The Run podcast, and Goulash Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next week and let us continue to invade your ear holes. And as always, never stop talking.